2: Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around and joining me this week is the world famous Terry Peters. Terry Peters, how has your week been?
3: All good. I've now got a new toy to play with in the background of my Skype cameras, which I'm disappearing in and out of all the time, so that's going to keep me quite entertained throughout this whilst also talking to you too.
2: It is very disturbing because we are going from Terry Peters to Terry Belea with with no notice whatsoever. <laughs> So basically, there's a function on Skype where you can put your own background in. Tim Peters has decided he would do Hulk Hogan's arms. Coming it's, outside
3: of my own head.
2: It is it is so strange. <laughs> oh, there he is. Also joining me this week is Lou. Not being able to put your own background on. <laughs> no, no, apparently
4: my, my com- new brand new computer that I bought just a fucking year ago is out of date. So that's nice. But no other than that, I'm doing well. I've got nothing to apologise for at the start of the show, which
3: is always nice. What's this? A record three weeks now, is it? Something Possibly, like yeah. <laughs> it's
2: the we've longest done. we've gone without apologising for anything. We've
3: done we've done quite well. The worrying thing is it could easily happen again at any point. Could easily it could easily change at any point. <laughs> um.
4: <laughs> but as as of right now, no nothing to apologise for. No controversies on social media this week. No, no rigged polls or anything from my end,
2: at least. We'll get into that later in the show. <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah. it's outrageous, but we'll we'll get there at the end. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> yep. So this week I'm resting around. As today of recording, it's the seventh of June for us. No, it's not. It's the sixth of June. The sixth, <laughs> June,
3: you idiot! I don't even get know. apologise.
2: can to apologise. Uh, so right, yeah, that lasted. What was that? Three weeks in about two minutes. <laughs> Tomorrow, for us recording, is the 7th of June, and in 1965, the 7th of June, a certain Mick Foley was born. So as Mick Foley is a huge legend of the wrestling industry, we've decided that we're going to do another showcase of his talents, but with a twist. So these are Mick Foley's best matches after he retired, (laughs) which is... I know what you're going to say is strange, but I think... In,
4: in, w, person... in WWE as well, we should probably clarify because yes,
2: we, in... we don't have like,
4: Impact Access, however it's called. Um, so, yes, in the... so
3: we've got a few limited years.
2: But yeah, Impact, I impact, Foley... Plus, impact Plus, that's what it's called. Apologies yeah. to address them. <laughs> Mick Foley, I think he probably had slightly less retirement than Terry Funk, but he's he's got to be up there with the most matches after retirement. <laughs> Him and Ric Flair, but we'll get to that later on. So, obviously, Mick Foley lost the Hell in Cell match to Triple H at No Way Out 2000, so he's had to retire. Yeah, just before we get into the matches we've selected, Lou, big fan of Mick Foley? Big fan of uh, Mick Foley. Although, he, very, he confused me a lot as a child.
4: Uh, so, do you remember that time when he revealed, I think it was just before the uh, Hell in Cell, that it, it was like, man, Mankind was coming out, he's like, I don't think Mankind ready for his shoot. Before the um, street fight. Yeah, but you know Cactus Jack? And I was like, well, "Why is Cactus Jack dressed as mankind? Like, what's going on here? Like, what's happening?" And then it was like when I got some old, rested videos that I actually saw the backstory of the three faces of Foley, and I was like, "Right, okay, this makes more sense now." But I was like, "This Cactus Jack guy just waltzes in, gets the title shot straight away. This is just as mankind."
3: Was that the famous sort of promo where on the Titantron they had all three faces of Foley in the same? Promo or was that another time? I think that was the first time that Cactus was that Jack the first had, time. Had, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Cactus Jack had been around a few times. I was going to
3: say that that's really famous, isn't it, that one? Because really, the it was... un- rarely seen Dude Love as well. This time it was on SmackDown, I think, and he ripped his mask off and then triple H was in the ring like what. Triple H's reactions that is great.
2: He like collapses
3: and yeah. <laughs> is that not the most yeah. wrestling sort of reaction to anything ever though, that's yeah. shocking just falling to your knees or your ass? It away. is
2: the um, it is the second best reaction I've seen in the WWE ring. Lou, you know what my favorite one is ever. It's on yeah. a, I think it's on an episode of was it Raw? <laughs> the Spirit Squad, I remember the Spirit Squad. So it's got to be like uh-huh. 2007. Yeah. And one of them's have I don't even know if they are in the match are they Somebody's having a match and the Spirit Squad are at ringside and the referee sends them out. Q <laughs> Absolute hilarity. All the Spirit Squad members falling to the floor.
4: Was the person having a match coach? I, possibly. They used to back up coach quite a bit when it came to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's, it's just the absolute dramatic to the ref sending them out and <laughs> they're all jumping in the air and falling over. And so it's... Glorious it's just,
4: stuff. I, I love a, a good throwing out by the referee
2: the hole. You, you, you get out of here <laughs> throw
4: the hands. Like it's great. Just, it, the crowd always pops for it. Even if you are the cheap even if the man is quite entertained, you want to keep him in keep them inside. <laughs> the crowd still just pops huge. They give and it the pop whole through the arms, the arms though, still,
2: don't they? Oh, the, Yeah, the the refs gonna put all in it, otherwise it don't get the same reaction as it yeah if you just go can, can you can you leave that please it's not huge. <laughs> I think we should do it in the
4: Premier League as well. Well when you,
3: you get, get, get sent off. Sent
4: you know, when you, or like when you, when a manager's in the dugout and he gets sent to the stand, and it's just a quiet conversation between the referee and the manager like, yeah, can you just go upstairs, please? Imagine
3: if, like, Mike Dean... Fucking just know, like, he'd be doing it a, a lot, lot Get out of here before but people... To be up. fair, if there is anyone that is he going to do love. it, if there is anyone that is going to do it, it's going to be Mike Dean, isn't it? Because,
4: yeah, you know, he's the most animated
3: referee ever. He'd be a brilliant heel manager, I think.
2: Mike
4: yeah. Dean? Oh, imagine that, some sort of, like, indie show. What, and Mike yeah, Dean show, Some small indie show,
3: like, Mike Dean's manager. Would you not pay to see him get put through a table as well? You could
4: have managed like Grand Hall or something couldn't he, when he had that match in uh, Norwich. I, I think you could have Mike Dean a heel ref. Oh, oh, yeah.
2: He's like ruining matches and sending people off and stuff. That's <laughs> basically
4: what he does now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mad, like, I'd love dude. to see that. I thought it it more interesting because they're going to have to do something now. crowds. So yeah, that's going I, to interesting. That that's it, I think. Just, just on, a, on, a,
3: on a side note, are you ready to sort of send a photo in when we get asked to send one in for crowds? Because I I genuinely think that could happen. All right, they'll, they'll, are
1: they'll, we doing that? we do do it get, it? probably.
3: I've some places doing you know, it. Mean, yeah, because yeah. the Bulls league is so cool. Everyone has to
4: do it. If we do it, can I move mine away from the guy I sit next to now?
3: If you're listening, <laughs> guy is sit next to you. Stink. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so Peters, red right, ass beaters. True. And the last time now, I don't want to piss in sausage roll. <laughs> All right, right back, back to the here, so, so, right, yeah. let's
2: get it back to bloody wrestling. Say, Peters, Mick Foley, are you a fan? Massive fan.
3: He's unbelievable. Like, probably, although as a kid, I, I thought Mankind was my favourite. And then looking back, I'm thinking, well, why? I don't like that dude, love guy. And then obviously when you get older, you realise it's the same person.
2: But yeah, and, great and stuff. I think Dude Love's not as respected as he should be. I thought
3: Dude I Love think was, he was more face. the unseen face, wasn't he? I think that's more what it is. Everyone wants, likes Cactus Jack and Mick Foley, and no one really knows about Dude Love. Although, well, we I have the podcast um, in the archives, yeah. haven't
4: we? I think Foley himself said he, after a while he just went off Dude Love. Because yeah. Yeah, so we'll get to it when we get to the Tab the, the of Tuesday match. When he, could vote, he did promos for All Three, he said that he just didn't put his heart into the Dude Love one because he didn't want to do it. So he made that one really shit on purpose. So no one
3: voted for it. I actually voted for Do Love on that. Yeah. They were in, um, <laughs> because I don't three, think I'd ever seen it at that point.
2: All three of them went to Love on Sunday. Was it
4: 1997?
2: Like yes. Yeah, it went out like it, was, it wasn't in for very long, was it? it? Yeah. He was running and get chucked out straight away. <laughs> yeah, but he was out for
3: three times. The thing is that you think that must take some work to time it right, but I suppose they'll just bump him up until he's ready to come out and then go, get him changed and go straight back out again. It's Yeah. Kind of, yeah. You think, oh, well, he needs to be out and he's in for number 13, but he could have been in for number 12 for all, we know. You just don't know if he stayed in for two minutes longer. But to be fair, that just shows the clever booking on part of WWE and the talent that Mick Foley actually has.
2: Uh, it's true. So Mick Foley, so obviously he had to retire from the way out of 2000 because he lost his Cactus Jack persona. This is a wrestling retirement, though. So of course, he was back a few weeks later at WrestleMania t- <laughs> 2000. <laughs>
3: Genuinely, how many days was it? Do you even do we actually know? In it? Was it, it the next was Max Max six weeks? Yeah, it, brilliant.
4: No way, it was February, and that would have been end of March, beginning of April. Only ever yeah. yeah. So it didn't really. Just I know we've not really covered that, but just just as that is like his first post-retirement match. Weird. It didn't really feel like it needed to be there.
2: Like I'd, it was the four on as McMahon though. Yeah, because originally it was Chris Jericho was it
4: was he was to Insert as well. Yeah, because Chris Jericho was advertised at the beginning, wasn't he, for that match? Yeah, I don't and know. it's a bit of shame that, like, um, I think he was one of Foley's ambitions to to headline WrestleMania, so it's a bit strange that he felt a bit weird about it. You know, I mean, it's a bit sad that he felt a bit because he made, yeah. he made that really good promo a few weeks before No Way Out where he's like, I'm not going to prostitute my career, and I'm not going to, you know, if I retire, I'm retiring. That's it for good. And well, he said in his book that he was <laughs> like. Ugh. It's like, I can't turn down a headline in WrestleMania, because so i have got that, so...
3: No Way Out was the 27th of yeah. February, and WrestleMania 2000 was the 2nd of April. Yeah, so, like, a so month, like five weeks. weeks, yeah.
4: Of time, isn't it? It's a bit strange. I, I almost picked that match as, like, one of the matches, but he's he's not in it for very long. I think he goes out quite early on. He's the first one on the minute, not he? Yeah, and right? he just hits Triple H a bit, doesn't he? Oh, easy. I was this picture not going like, two minutes, so is that different... Ooh, I don't I, know, don't, I think, it, think
3: I've only but... seen it once. I'm not a massive fan of that WrestleMania anyway, to be honest, barring one match, really. I
4: was at the time because it was my first WrestleMania. Is that the WrestleMania where there's only one singles match? Yes. Yeah, and it's the first one where the heel wins at the end. Right. So you can see how but... the match of Backlash that should have been the main event between Triple H and The Rock. Right.
3: I suppose this is the first time he's actually ever in a match as well, isn't it? Billed as Mick Foley rather than Mankind, Cactus Jack, <laughs> or Dude Lover, suspects as well. So really, so, yeah. this is like the start of the fourth verse, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
2: He obviously loses at WrestleMania. Yeah. Then he becomes the commissioner for a bit. Some great moments as the commissioner. Yeah. Where he's, he's, but it was just, his like, office was just like any room he could get his hands on, it? <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. The, the one I love
4: is where you got um, yeah He's used to a lot with Edge and Christian. And it was like, Mickey's got your sodas. Mickey's got your sodas. I can't remember the context of how it
2: happened. I just remember him singing that. <laughs> em. Yeah, he, um, what that catch is, well, well, what catch is, but he's like sort of pioneered saying what tone you're in with like a real cheesy grin <laughs> just to get a cheap, cheap pop. Cheap
3: pop. Cheap
2: pop yeah. it? <laughs> I'm
3: On um, one of the papers I had Unforgiven on videos as a, as a kid and I remember... He was featured in that a couple of times and he had, you know, like a judge's hammer and mallet. And he went, That's my decision and that's final. And just smack that and then that was the end of his segment as well. <laughs> I think it was a cat angle. It was incredible stuff, really. Just something as simple as that. And i had <laughs> loads of cactuses everywhere as well. Brilliant. Yeah, well,
2: Cactus Jack, and Yeah. got a lot of them, yeah.
3: The is McFarley? I don't know. I
4: don't know. I haven't seen the stats on this. But he as he had is it, it's between him and Stone Cold, I think, possibly. For the most special guest referee appearances. <laughs>
2: Oh, he's got to be up there. It's always One special guest referee. Uh. Yeah. yeah. The thing is that it's Shawn Michaels is
4: that... talking about actually. If it's three,
3: they <laughs> it's must all... fill up like ninety percent of special guest It's guests an, an easy ones. way, isn't it, to get to sell some tickets to come see a big name and then not actually really do anything. But then obviously yeah, deliver the, and then deliver
2: the finisher. Yeah. Since Austin's retired, he, he does like a special guest referee every month, doesn't he? <laughs>
4: yeah. it must be between them two. Possibly Shawn Michaels and the couple as well, I think.
2: Yeah, later on though, Sean, man, I don't think he's had as long retired as he, so...
4: Did he do some Indies? I'm sure he did some in-between one. That match oh, we watched funny. with the... Uh... Really watched we <laughs> did we watch it. We it. Well, The I'm Undertaker trying... returned. We didn't watch it, did we? No. 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 No.
3: I just heard uh, of a podcast over it, I think. <laughs> but, but yeah, he was, he was a special guys referee in that. I think, to be fair though, Sean, I think he disappeared for quite a lot of that time, though, didn't he? He was around at the start and then sort of went away for, was it about three years, I think? Wasn't even really seen on TV, so... But, yeah,
2: maybe that's why. But, speaking of wrestling, Mick Foley, was um, obviously the commissioner... I think he left the company for a bit and came back. He was having a, a celebration and it was going to present him with a retired hardcore belt. This is a uh, Madison Square Garden in 2003. So he's beaten down by uh, Randy Orton Flair. Rick Flair, obviously, of evolution at this time. Yeah, so he's going to have his first match back in 2003 against Randy Orton. But he walked out. Well, he walked out. He started pushing that. He was, he was scared of facing Randy Orton. So he walked out on the match. He does make his in-ring sort of re-debut in the Royal Rumble 2004 where he eliminates himself and Orton with his sort of cactus clothesline and he takes both people over the top. And then at WrestleMania, 2020, 20, he uh, teams with The Rock, so The Rock and Sock get back together and they go, they lose against uh, Evolution, so it's Batista, Flair and Orton. And then the feud culminated at Backlash 04 and this is Terry Peters' first pick. So this is Randy Orton, the Intercontinental Champion, against Cactus Jack. So interestingly, that he has gone back from Mick Foley and is one of his personas. This is for the IC title, and it's a no-hulls-barred match. Terry Peters, before we get into it, why did you pick this match?
3: I always wanted to watch this when I was younger, and I never had Backlash or on DVD. And, I mean, get your little violins out for that. <laughs> so I think th- this was one of the first things I watched on the network when it came out. And I think it just resonates with that. And obviously, it's just a complete brutal match, really. It's just a complete blood fest. And it's it's brilliant. There's just great storytelling. And Randy Orton and Foley just work great together in the, in the ring. And I wish they'd have done a bit more with those two.
2: Yeah, so it's for the IC Tats and all those bad matches. There's a good promo before Foley saying like what sort of showing what he did in ecw saying he did that to many respected so what on earth is he going to do to water the man that he hates which is great and then obviously finishes with the weird thing that foley does where he's like sort of kissing the barbed wire <laughs> it's just but everybody remember barbed wire because there's going to be able to do a lot of that in this podcast <laughs>
3: more than we've probably ever said in our entire lives
2: yeah, i have got in my notes I think I've just I should have just started putting B wire a right, very bloody barbed wire down. Yeah, I as well. <laughs> so Orton there uh, speaking of barbed wire, Orton comes out with a trash can full of his own weapons and he's got his own two by four wrapped in barbed wire, I mean it's barely wrapped in it. So <laughs> Looks. Like a risk job. Then foley comes out with his Barbie as it's called. Not really annoys me that they call it Barbie. That's I think
3: did mankind start calling it Barbie? Is that what it was? I, I just so. don't, I just don't get it. I just don't like it. Just bit weird, problems. isn't it?
4: Oh, yeah. Randomly yeah. fetishised, isn't it, bad buyer. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a bit of a. It's almost like it's got a deep affectionate um intimate relationship but
2: it's bad boy. Yeah, but he was kissing it at the start, mm-hmm. so if yeah. <laughs> he does, um, there's some good spots in it. Orton's pretty much bust open straight away. And interestingly, Mick Foley, yeah. or oh, Cactus Jack tries to set the barbed wire on fire. Bishop comes out and threatens it, and I thought that was just like a, oh, he ain't going to do it. And then he didn't do it. I was a bit disappointed. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> That was strange. That, why so. why bother doing it? Yeah, yeah. there's no need for it. Unless it's, it's pretty... to get heat on Bischoff. I wonder,
4: if, really, I wonder as well, <laughs> though. <laughs> it was just because there wasn't any tension. It just went, I oh, found yeah, right. out that he arranged throughout. Yeah. even yeah. though if
3: he's trying to as well protect his up-and-coming styles, which he maybe sort of saw Randy Orton at the time.
4: Yeah. But it's just like why? I, sometimes it's like oh, I, I can't remember the. There's a movie expression for it. Someone's gun, some some Russian guy's gun, and the idea behind it is, if you if you're shooting a movie, and it's a gun on the screen, the gun needs to be used. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's it's the same thing of like if you're gonna tease the fire, then I thought well it's gonna come in the end of that shit. It just didn't. It's weird. And it's like, like when it, yeah. uh, Braun Strowman and yeah, Robert Dudley yeah. got the light fluid out, and then. Yeah, just around for the table, end it. That was more that was you could see that one because he was more heat on Bros Strauman, but this this one was just a bit weird that He didn't need it, actually didn't, didn't need to do it. Yeah. It was not, also it was very much like Poochie in uh Simpsons. <laughs> <Where it's the laughs> episode, this is niche. It's niche. It's the episode where it's like, <laughs> Oh is is there a fireworks factory? I'm like, Go in the fireworks factory. Something's gonna happen for the fireworks factory and he walks past it. Like, yeah. Same thing, isn't it? Don't tease it if you're not going to use it. Just do it. Yeah, it didn't really add anything, to it? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: Unless they there's got...
2: a story on Raw beforehand. But I, 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 load think load it. I think B.J. was in ultra-heel mode at this point, wasn't he?
3: Got a loud round of booze. boos.
2: Kind of, get, get. I think that's what it was for. But just well, yeah, of, I yeah. mean, that, that it's not... Just supposed it's supposed to be this, like, wild-man outlaw, innit? And then, oh, what? You want me to stick to the rules? Yeah, yeah God, all, I'll well, I will will then. No, no
3: I'm not disagreeing that it got round... Loud around the as Like, say, it makes sense why they've why they booed because I'd have been booing as well. To be fair. Yeah.
2: So Bishop shuts that down. They bring out a board full of barbed wire. Stunt has been thrown everywhere. They, they start fighting up. But well, they leave the stage for a bit. They come back. and gets thrown off. And Phil jumps off after him.
3: Did you think that was weird when they went behind the stage and then didn't sort of show anything on the camera? Because usually they, yeah. they come straight back. I, I thought that was a bit weird, really. I was waiting for him to fight backstage. But yeah. Didn't, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the other thing, and this is so that
4: backlash set was obviously different than the, the previous ones, yeah. But there was a massive glass panel on the bottom, and I was like, Well, someone's when he went, you know, when he went back, I was like, Well, someone's clearly coming through that, you know, that's how they're gonna get back onto this. day I never really yeah. thought about that, yeah. I was like, Oh, that's clearly what's gonna happen here. Obviously, I've just been given too many good glass panel spots in the past. But...
2: It might have happened later on. I mean, we didn't watch the full show, so it might, no, happen. it sure might have happened. But it, it
4: looked like it was just there so, for someone to be thrown through. <laughs> Randy Orton to get thrown through. <laughs> well, I just thought, like, they go back. They went just around the corner of it, and the camera didn't follow them. So I yeah. thought the next shot
2: was going to be someone just flying through, which I thought would be absolutely brilliant if they did it. I, I, don't know, I can see you thinking. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, looked, it really... looked really nice, that. So they're finally back in the ring, Orton oh, does a couple of RKO's and he does an RKO on Barbie and he picks up the win. Interestingly, Foley regards this as his uh, best match, his favourite match. I can see why. Okay. I, I would have, It's not mine. I think my favourite one's the street fight with Triple H. Lou, what was your overall thoughts on Terry Peters' first pick?
4: I really enjoyed it because I'd, I'd heard that it was like a legendary match, but I'd never seen it because this was in my, my dark years, my lost years of not wrestling. No Yeah, yeah, because basically, yeah, not Sky Sports, yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Same within the Peters household as well. Get that little little Lailin out again. (laughs) Uh, So so sad. So sad. No, no, on Channel 4.
4: But yeah, no, I really really enjoyed it. The two highlights for me were just, well, one, it was Cat's chat just came across as so sadistic. I always sometimes worry if he comes across as too sadistic, he comes across a bit heelish, but obviously that's not an issue later on in in this show. Yeah. And then, yeah, that jump off the stage was fucking mental. For someone who had not wrestled for, like, three years properly. Yeah, they no, 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 had a couple four of just matches. Four yeah. years. The noise going through that
3: that board with all the cables on as well was yeah. mad. Like that was a proper classic noise of just someone hitting yeah. the table and it had been a complete car crash as well.
4: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like I like those um, those big spots, which kind of meant the finish because it was just a bit like... I always think your biggest spot should be your finish, but yeah, you know, yeah, finish finisher player for me. Um, even if it was just I on, came off the stage, even the that part. I just thought i i'm just dodging falls. Follow his dive. Yeah he, just, yeah, he just dives through. Because sometimes you just like you have a big spot and then it goes on, and it's just a bit like oh, okay, like, yeah. But no, I still, I really, I, I don't want to turn away from my enjoyment. I really enjoyed the uh, the match. This is the first time I've seen it, and it was really the making of Randy Orton. He was world well champion like a couple months later. And this is a
3: Mick Foley episode,
2: but how good was Randy Orton? <laughs> Randy Orton is the best heel in the business, in my well, opinion.
3: There's there's a reason he's been around in WWE. WWE. How, so how old is was it,
2: how old was he at this point? He's like twenty-five, wasn't he? Twenty-three, I think. Twenty-five. Obviously, yeah. He won his first in continental title at twenty-three, I think it, I think he was still twenty-three when he won the title because he beat Lesnar's record. He's isn't like the youngest
3: one ever, isn't he? Is he yeah, still I'm the youngest, was a couple of oh, He back. was. He was at that point. I, I assume he will. I be, it's it's you don't it's get it's many people worst. sort of that age, do you in WWE? It's
4: a it's a lasting theory unless Austin Fury can do it in the next. He's got a couple of years. He's only like nineteen, I think. Can he?
2: Is it? Yeah. I know he's really young, isn't he? really. i asked Google Austin Theory's Edge before we <laughs>
4: before we continue. But yeah, and it it was classic of this is what you use McFoley for. Yeah, well they did the same with Triple H, didn't they?
2: Yeah, four years was,
4: I know Edge was already being world champion by the time we got to his match next. But Edge has never been an but... established world champion, have they? Edge had won. The... No, that's it. So I think it did it's the same thing for him as well. Yeah. Austin oh, so Theory's twenty-two now. Twenty-two.
2: He's so not got yeah, long.
4: Must have been nineteen when he won the Evolve Championship, I guess. Yeah. Yes, but yes, yeah, so I guess, you know, but yeah, I do not know that many people, but I hate young, successful people. Just
3: throw fun out there. I hate it. <laughs> in, you know, in, in, someone's, general, someone's, in general oh, life or in wrestling? Ah, oh, just in general.
4: Oh. Just, you know, when you think, they're you know, like playing for, you know, Barcelona or something, and like, oh, the kid's only 17. It's like, you prick. But <laughs> is this, I know, again, just like... I'm not nearly fair you know, to have to like a normal career for myself. No. But, <laughs> Just stuff like, topic.
3: Successful. Is this is this yeah. not social media is all blowing smoke of people's ass? Because essentially, social media is just oh, it's and you ne- and you never see what goes on behind the closed doors. Social media is just the greatest hits of people's lives, and that's why there is so much stigma with mental health and shit like that because yeah,
2: people only show the good stuff. No, oh, but hundred percent agree with that. Social media is a guess. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing in a care, isn't it, social media? God, this we is we, off we, we say, on, we say that Instagram we're recording a show. podcast and
3: yeah. a Twitter page. Follow us on Instagram social media. We, we,
2: we show you everything. <laughs> yeah.
3: Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, please. YouTube.
2: No, oh, I get that. Yeah. Peter's... Young,
4: successful people are pricks, is basically that's what we need <laughs> to leave this at. Unless... I, I get it. Right? Um... No, no, no. Until they got to my age. If they're older than me, It's fine. <laughs> Oh, is well, like right now I, I, I like someone doing something like 28 and I'm like oh that's too young that I
2: should be doing that yet <laughs> he's, not got, he's not got life skills he's not got life experience <laughs> yeah it's just got to wear a bit yeah. <laughs> you're coming across a bit bitter there though. <laughs> no, no no it's like...
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that was Foley's favourite ever match I enjoyed it I thought look, it was a classic Foley match wasn't it <laughs> did the barbed wire they had the yeah, they had everything they had the soccer, they had a crazy bump. <laughs> it's, it's probably something with stairs in there because Buddy Foley loves to go into I stairs. Doesn't was, he. <laughs>
3: was. I'm sure there was. He, um, I'm sure he does the classic spot where his knees just uh, he's, disintegrate. In
2: Tamworth, that is horrendous. No wonder he's <laughs> barely walk now. There's a
3: really bad one in this next match that we're covering as well with the step. Yeah, oh yeah, there is.
2: So after this match, Foley shortly left the company after, and he came back at. DCW One Night Stand 2005 was commentary, so I signed a new contract with him. I think he had a little tiny running ring of honor in between. Yeah, uh, and it was we got, involved in the CM Punk storyline, wasn't it? When CM Punk left. To because CM Punk was like saying you how good he was because DW did off him a contract, something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. And they did the same uh, storyline with Seth Rollins, didn't they? As well? Did they? No, yeah. or oh, very yeah. similar storyline. <laughs> I can't remember what he was called I mean, when he was in. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Black. Tyler Black. Yeah, very similar to the same Punk storyline, but obviously like five years later.
3: His last ever appearance as well, he was in AJ Styles' corner in the match. Oh. Foley well, he was. Yeah, was
2: no, it really? Oh. So then we go on to my pick, and this is in 2005 at Taboo Tuesday. So a pay-per-view that's no longer around. Interesting concepts of pay-per-view, sort of a wrestling voters so they have, they all have there's so many matches and every match has something that can be voted on. Lord Tuck Grisham. Yeah, yeah.
4: Like, I, I, I like. I want to cover
3: this show when we get to uh, October.
4: <laughs> Was this the like, first one? This is the yes. second
2: one. The second
3: one. The second one. one. Yeah. I like the concept, though, to be fair.
2: I like the concept, and I was going to bring this up. I like the concept when there's something we're voting for. So when there's, you can pick one of three different wrestlers, I don't like the concept when you can have a pick in the hulls Bad match, a hardcore match, or a street fight. <laughs> the, best one, of, one, no. the, the best <laughs> one that <this laughs> It's the same match! Yeah, but... It, it's the yeah, same match what are you voting for, it's the same match. I know,
3: but well they obviously want that type of match, don't it? But it sounds cooler, doesn't it? Do you is want this match to the end by pinfall no, but three street, count
2: or someone's shoulders in in on the mat?
3: In a street fight, Triple H wears jeans. In a normal hardcore yeah, so match, he's yeah. gonna wear his pants. Street so fight wear jeans Basically you pick him what attire do yeah. you want someone to
2: wear. Picking how much Triple H is covered up, it's a disgrace and it shouldn't be boring. It's just the same match. On this card, do you pick costumes for the women? I mean, I don't agree with that either. <laughs> but
4: also, there was. There was I one believe one. won, obvious. It was <laughs> Batista, Batista versus Coach. And the choices yeah. were a street fight, an arm wrestle, or a verbal debate. <laughs> the verbal debate won, which is mad, really. So, yeah, they just. They had like a good 20 minute speaking session. And then Batista reacted really? the tracks no, before it's time. Street fight, they included Vader. But we'll get, later, <laughs> we'll get to that at some point. Yeah.
2: So, Table Tuesday, do. Like the concept, you wish to bring it back. Obviously, change it to Cyber Sunday, didn't they, so it could fit on proper bit. Yeah, because
4: I think now it'd be so easy to do as well with social media. You could, you can almost get like instant feedback. It'd be really it's easy. Quite to
2: revolutionary do. for its time, isn't it? Say yeah.
3: 2004, 2005, they were sort of doing polls and votes and things. I don't Which know that something that we've done actually. this week to pick our next pay per view, and thank yeah. you for everyone that's voted.
2: We'll get the results of that because yeah.
3: thank you to roughly half the people who <laughs> voted.
4: <laughs> the results of that were very cool. But yeah, like I you know, yeah, democracy is like, you know, it's not particularly going well at the moment. But I yeah, I, I like the concepts of it. I think they did it afterwards. I think they did a few raw specials that they call it, like people power or something. Oh, okay. But yeah, I I think it's a good it's a good concept, but yeah, it's gotta be some way of doing it, but obviously it's gonna be something they can plan for as well. So, yeah, so I, I think, think a this... few people are like, Oh, we wanna vote for like Carl or or Elimination Chamberlace, like, come on, get real. But yeah, I'm both hanging. Yeah, you. yeah, if you've tables... yeah, you like got a tables match or a ladder match, it's but easy I, to yeah, do, I isn't can it? See that. But, like, yeah, I mean, Tuesday was weird. I'd rather they have pay-per-views on a Saturday, which I'm really annoyed about. NXT TakeOver moved to Sunday now. Has it really? Yeah, it's Sunday this this weekend. Uh, uh, well, Obviously, people are listening to it now. But yeah, yes, yeah. Tomorrow, it's tomorrow night, it's so Sunday the 7th, it's NXT TakeOver in your house. But I used to love a Saturday night TakeOver. You do have a Saturday halfway. You can stay up to like 2 or 3 a.m. It doesn't end too late, so you can I still think, get a proper night's sleep
2: afterwards. I think the. um, I'm sure Bruce Pichard said this. Why they have pay per views on a Sunday is because it was the only day something else wasn't going on. Yeah, because boxing yeah, in the US is normally on a Saturday. But AEW do it on a Saturday.
3: I was going to say, it's, I'll give you the AEW some credit. I don't they think do it matters it now.
2: Saturday. I think yeah. back in the day, 30, 40 years ago when they were doing them, yeah. it was yeah, yeah, wild. But it's like, now just tradition. It's kind of more annoying that takeover used to be on a Saturday. And that then moved be, it to a Sunday. It now. was a Friday at first,
4: wasn't it? Yeah. Well, obviously I'll smack down there, isn't it, but yeah. Yeah. So Tuesday night. I mean imagine if you're in the US it's like on a night do it mad, is it? But for us it's a bloody pair. For the
2: Brits. It's anything other than the Saudi not annoying for Brits. <laughs> yeah, actually no, the, the the best ones now for
4: us are the Saudi Arabia shows. <laughs> like, oh the yeah, Australian ones, like one? Australian yeah, like ones. One on oh yeah, Well, we yeah, have beast in the East, I think we're covering it in a few weeks' time. That was on at, like eleven AM our
2: time, It was great. Saturday morning. Yeah. So all fans of of Tabo choosing. So this, so the voting stipulation on this match was Calito. Well, we'll get into the, just a bit of background to the match. So Mick Foley was on Calito's talk show. Calito said he wasn't cool. <laughs> what, what was Calito's talk show called? Calito's Cabana or something. Yeah, like. good, good show. Yeah, yeah. Calito's Cabana. Cabana we go. So Mick Foley claimed that he didn't ever try to be cool, but once he talked to the fans, they said he was cool. Calito looks cool, but when she talks to the fans, he's a horse's ass. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a match. That was the background to the match.
4: Yeah, think F- Foley's first match in eighteen months. Yeah. It's because he said
2: someone said he will not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Is it cool? Yeah. or not cool at all. It's just a bit. Okay. So Calito beats down Foley for a bit, and so he challenges him to a match, even though he's retired. And the stipulation for this divorce is. You can pick any of the three faces of Foley, so we've obviously got Dude love, mankind or Cactus Jack, and mankind wins with fifty two percent of the vote. I'm surprised at that, are you really?
3: Yeah, I mankind
2: know. hadn't been seen for a while though yeah,
3: true, but I thought I still think Cactus Jack is people's favorites.
2: yeah, well, I'm actually glad mankind won because this is mankind's last ever match. is it yeah wow. never did mankind after this. You could say he's always but well, it's just folly you know. Yeah, Foley. Foley, the character Jack are sim- very similar, are they? Yeah. Yeah, one's got the red final shirt, one hasn't. And that's different, <laughs> yeah. so. You see, you know, his, his T-shirt now says Foley wanted dead or alive instead of my, um, Jack, doesn't it? Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, that's it. So, Mankind and Khali, so just a regular match, I believe, but Foley does pick up a chair at one point. <laughs> There's no Foley match, is complete without one. The usual stops, uh, uh, stops, usual... Um, What's the word I'm looking for, yeah? Spots. Spots. But he stops. I'm reading, one reading, one, he? I'm reading steps. So I like, go, oh. ah. Yeah. Right, it's the usual spots. Um, there's obviously a horrendous, yeah. there's a horrendous mankind bump into the steps. Into the steps. Yeah. There's the classic elbow to the floor. He starts pulling his hair out, which is mad because he's retired. Why are you pulling your hair out?
3: <laughs> That's what he did though, didn't he, when he was brown mankind.
2: Yeah, when he was in the gimmick. But
3: now, come on. <laughs> Although I've got a continuity issue. Go so, on. What's your brand new issue? He's white mankind, but he's got the brown mankind's music. He does. Yeah. But they, I
2: was they, cap- no, they, they, they crossed over. Did they? Did yeah. They, I, I, why I always associating him with car the crash, you know? the hell in the cell where he gets thrown off the top is wearing the shirt, and he's got he's got that music. Oh. I'll give you that.
3: But
4: but fair, I, was, I, I was glad to pick that music because it was different. Because Yeah,
2: he didn't get that music until he'd become a face. All right, fair enough. That's why. So there you go, Peter's. So at, at,
4: at the end of this one, did they just play the entrance music again or did they play his exit music? Because he had exit music, did really. he? Uh, I don't know. He was I like a lighter... Because um, the whole reason behind it was like Hannibal liked her. So when he first... We're going way back to the reason So when he first started as as mankind. The idea behind it was it was like this dark, brooding, but then when he got what he wanted, once he'd like took someone out or killed someone, I guess in a horror movie sense, then he was at peace, so he played more peaceful music
2: on his way out. But I can't remember what he did on this one. But that okay, was how uh, he started. Bonus points for Above yeah, if you can name uh, the original name for mankind. It was Mason the Bueller. There. there you go, Lou wins it. Terry Peters, yeah. rubbish. Yeah, absolutely cool. rubbish.
3: <laughs> it was one the Undertaker's Mask. I believe it was to do with The Undertaker having a broken cheekbone that he ended up with that mask.
2: No, I, th- I thought Vince didn't like his face. Savage from Vince? I have to, I'm pretty sure that's the reason. No, just Undertaker had like a Phantom of the Hospital. Yeah, oh, right. he had something like that, didn't he? I'm sure. Because JR was begging for Fowler to get signed because knew he from WCW. And I'm pretty sure Vince just didn't like his face. But That's <laughs> <laughs> why he had the mask on. I mean... It was probably. But it was successful. like it was like
3: Hannibal
4: Lecter style thing as well, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's like a brown mask, isn't it? Mason yeah. the mutilator was they had the other rape thing, and they, they, I think they deemed it too horrific. Yeah. And then they just kept the mask. So, but I think they before they even got the Mason the mutilator, they wanted to put a mask on him. Mm. Right. Yeah. So back to mankind, this Calito fully. But well, mankind gets out, Mister Socko. <laughs> it's got it's got a little Afro on it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just absolute classic stuff. <laughs> so mankind wins with the, with the mandible claw. Ted hey, Peters, what did we think? of Mankind's last ever match.
3: I really enjoyed it actually. It was again, it's it's classic Foley. It's got all the the spots in there of, of steps and things like that. Although, him banging his head on the back of, on the side of the steps looks absolutely brutal. It looked yeah. terrible. I winced a lot.
2: I've, I've All the way through watching all the matches we've picked, I was doing nothing but wins. Well, <laughs> yeah, there is that. And I I laughed as well a lot at Kalito soccer.
3: I thought Kalito was, was so underrated. He, he really was. I always liked Kalito, to be fair. I don't think he had a good attitude, or did he? No, I think because he'd been a top guy in Puerto Rico, he thought he should be a top guy in WWE. He, from what I've heard from Bruce Pritchard say, and then obviously he's got there and I don't think he was... As a top guy for whatever the reason, but I always really liked him as a character because he was something different as well, wasn't he, Kalista? So what I'm they so usually I'm... had. He didn't have a run as champion. He won the IC title, was it His first night on Smack. Oh, the US yeah. title, didn't he? Sorry. Yeah, Cena didn't he? He, he won mid of... card on the first
4: he one. Did he Cena? Only night. beat IC as well, didn't he? Yeah, you know, he
3: got drafted to raw. RAW, and then
4: he
2: won it again. Won the. That U- was it a... on his first night. Yeah. Stabbed, didn't he? Someone stabbed. Nice no, no,
4: bodyguard
3: yeah, his, his. So yeah right. they settled it Cena had a little plaster over his kidney and they settled it in the ring like any good attempted yeah, edit, well, right,
2: where else would you settle it definitely not well, in the car or... <laughs> I think if you're a wrestler you just sign out of all regular law and order yeah well, well go back to a couple of weeks ago in the archives where we saw somebody get angry do unspeakable things to, yeah. to see his wife <laughs> <laughs> so in a <the> ring <laughs> God, where else would just sell what. Exactly. <laughs> sell it sell it with a roll up in the ring <laughs> can't wait till we get to the uh, custody of the dominic match <laughs> we'll get there at some point as the rest of the round promise <sighs> hello mankind vs. kalito thoughts
4: yeah I was surprised you picked this one <laughs> I'm honest, <but> it was... <laughs>
2: it's something different though isn't it? No, it, it was, was like a good match, and
4: it was notable, match it was notable because it was, it was kalito um, not kalito because it was mankind <laughs> last match <laughs> kalito had to do it because, so, no, I enjoy, it wasn't one that I would... The other ones that we picked on this list, more or less, are like the classic ones that you hear about now. Uh, this one wasn't. but it Really? Was, well, most of them are. Well, we'll get yeah, to but, my, yeah we'll you're get slugging my pick-off,
2: <laughs> off, but wait till we get to your ability
4: first pick. <laughs> yeah, right, no, my, it's very important, my, my first pick. <laughs> So, no, no, I'm not slugging it off. I was just surprised. It's not one of the notable ones. You think, oh, McFarlane. I've that great match against Cali. But, but having said that, it was not an enjoyable match. If I was watching the pay-per-view at the time, I would have enjoyed this, you know, I'd have said, like, oh, that was a good, enjoyable
2: match. Like, it didn't suck or anything. It's probably you just... Say it's... That, right, you say it's not memorable, but how many times on various highlights have you seen the Afro soccer? That is true. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a memorable spot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I um...
4: get, get it. I get it. It's taboo but Tuesday it. moment. We get it. You love this, you love this match. It's like your favourite match of all time. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <top five. laughs> what a Will say, that, And it gets more prevalent as we go on this show. Uh I'm gonna say it, and I'm sorry, internet.
2: I don't like Joey Styles as a commentator. Mm, I yeah, agree. I agree, agree in himself, some parts. Didn't he? I think Joey Styles even says himself he wasn't enjoying commentating at that point.
4: Yeah, he, he got better as it went on,
2: but this match, I just thought it was too much at times. I think they brought him into to play play-by-play, and obviously he'd worked on his own. Yeah. And then he he got took off TV, and he asked. But the match we're going to get to next, the WrestleMania match of Edge, he asked to go do that one as a one-off, and that's sort of when he got his love back for it. But he, I don't think he wanted to commentate; he wanted to do behind the scenes. I think. Yeah,
4: but just they, it just took away from it slightly for me this match. But it's, it have, it's
2: distracting. It's have a weird Keller, or Steve Austin, one of them podcasts with interview with Joey Styles, and he pretty much he pretty much says he knew it won't work, knew it won't work, but didn't have anybody else, so they kept sending them out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It was a good.
4: It was uh, yeah. Because in a hardcore match is good, but in a normal wrestling match, as it were, yeah, this style didn't really seem to chime with. with so and he needs an energetic crowd, and you don't always get that on like a a B level pay per view. Yeah, on a Tuesday night, you know, what I mean, like the, I, the I, crowd's not the same
2: as it would be for like the ECW matches. Yeah, with Joey Styles' style as well, you're also in danger of becoming a parody of yourself. Yeah, yeah, and just doing your yeah doing the oh my god for no reason and the. Screaming and the, the yeah, it just seemed like to just
4: like randomly shout. You know, it was a bit like this football commentary is like it now. Rob
3: McCaffrey on Sky well. yeah. <laughs> Martin and, and Man get anywhere near the goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I you Bell's a big Liverpool fan, but yeah,
4: it's
2: yeah, London,
4: doesn't it? Uh, yeah, Massive <laughs> RSL fan. But, yeah, no, I, no, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the match. I've been, I've been psyched off for the past five minutes. I actually enjoyed the. Uh, enjoyed the match and it was yeah it was nice to see like the last Mankind match strange circumstances for the last Mankind match but yeah, I don't know nice what his
2: last Mankind match would have been I imagine losing to Triple H probably yeah it would have been on some random at least he got a pay-per-view yeah, for probably one of the more notable characters yeah and it was
4: a good you know we're saying a tab of choosing you need something good to vote for I thought this was a really good one yeah, exactly, yeah, easy, easy, for, easy for them to do but really good for us to do yeah good for us to vote for as well yeah
3: and I voted for her dude love.
4: I would for Dude love, there we
2: are. I would vote for him.
3: Last, do it? Dude love came last in England. I think he got 17% 30. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I think
2: Mankind, Mankind got like a half, yeah. 52% he got, Mankind. Yeah. So then we go on to, we didn't pick it like this, not on purpose, anyhow. You His next match, I think he again left the company for a bit. I wasn't on TV as much. And obviously, it's Mick Foley, we've already discussed it. It does a few special guest spots. spot, <laughs> And one of them is uh, Edge, the, champ- the WWE champion at the time, against uh, John Cena on the Raw. Cena wins. Edge isn't happy about it. I think is, that's his first run as champion. He's lost. He blames Mick Foley for him losing the title, so it just beats the crap out of him, basically. Challenges into a match at WrestleMania 22. And says, you've never had a WrestleMania moment. Let me give you a WrestleMania moment. Bowley says, I will do it. It's going to be on my terms. There's going to be no rules. And it's going to be a hardcore, false count anywhere match. Is it is a, a hardcore matches match as a whole, false count anywhere? Depends yeah. if it's the storyline, I think. So. Right. I think a lot of the time. Because I'm thinking of the hardcore championship, you could win that anyway. But was that, was that because the hardcore title was 24-7? I think so, yeah. It.
3: It's like you were saying about the street fight as well, then in say it's all very similar. It's just it's that no one's different. It's just, yeah, it's just a different I mean, name. No and so.
4: yeah. It's like when you just name the uh, name it after the town it's in. Yeah. Unless yeah.
2: You're WCW which which you,
4: you name it in a completely
2: different town, like when <laughs> it Chicago sh- Street <laughs> Fight. Yeah. Somewhere in the southwest.
3: But yeah. WCW's <laughs> gonna WCW though <learn> there. Yeah. <laughs> before W actually before actually WCW in as well. Yeah.
2: So we've got Edge Vesfoli at WrestleMania 22. This is Ted Peters' second pick. Peters, did you watch this one live? Do you remember?
3: I didn't watch it live. I watched it on the Monday after. I...
2: Well, you watched it at the time. not? Yeah, not... yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I defi- definitely, uh... definitely. Like I say, I definitely watched it at this time. Although we, the violins were out early. We used to get WrestleMania every year. Still do, really. I, I can't remember the last time I actually missed a WrestleMania. This is probably one of my favorite matches of all time. It's very much up there, because I remember this just standing out for being so different, especially at the time where, where it's in. Where well, I know, obviously, it's ruthless aggression. This, this was still blading, and this sort of wrestling was still prominent, but you didn't see anything as brutal as this. And then, obviously, it was paving the way for the unfortunate return of ECW, but there was that nostalgia effect. That people wanted back, and I just loved it. I thought Edge and again Edge and Follies just worked really well together, and I'm glad that they then built on this storyline from this match.
2: Yeah, it was a good match. I think we watched it live. Do we one of the ones we stayed up for though? No, we didn't stay up to live watch it. But this
4: is the match and WrestleMania that got me back into wrestling full time. I think I have this on watch DVD? I think we had it on DVD. Yeah, I think I've been casually watching it. I remember you the first time I First time yeah. I tuned in was when Eddie Guerrero died, so that would be like November 2005. 2005.
2: Yeah, that's when we um, got back because that's when we got Sky, so that's when we got yeah. Back and into we started that. watching
4: it, yeah, and it kind of turned it on because I heard that Eddie Guerrero died and wanted to watch yeah, it. Yeah. And then obviously that Edge was on it, but this was the WrestleMania that I so I think after this, the I just started watching Raw like every week, started recording Raw, and I got I got right back into it. So this was like my return to wrestling, as
2: it were. Yeah, it's 23. The Trump match Yes. Yes. That, was, that, that a movie, it? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> I did. I did have this one on DVD because it was this the Rey Mysterio title match. Yeah. Yeah. So I did, I know I had this on DVD. I remember H and went you go H and and pick up a wrestling DVD. Oh yeah.
3: H and you can still pick up wrestling DVDs and they still charge fifteen quid for them, like you do a CD. <laughs> Who pays 20, 15, 20 quid for a CD? Yeah, you, you
2: have the network? Why are you buying DVD? No, I'm not. no, no, I'm not. I'm not now.
3: But do you know what I mean? Why charge that much for yeah. a DVD? It's obscene. Oh, well, I, got, yeah. I got
4: ID'd once for trying to buy the Hell in a Cell DVD from h and literally I forgot literally, I forgot my, I forgot my driving licence, and so they won't let me have it. <laughs> I must have been in my early 20s, I'm sure I was. To be fair, on my, sixth, totally on my
3: 21st birthday, I got ID'd for a scratch card yeah. where I was probably 16 was, to buy
2: it. So. Yeah, I was definitely at university, and the, um, yeah, they won't let me do it. Was it an 18? An 18, yeah. I've also, uh, I remember getting ID'd, for, I can't remember what film it was, but it was for a 15 film. This was in Morrison's in Doncaster. And I had a full weekly shop. <laughs> 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 I was like, I've just done a full weekly shop. So i 14 <laughs>
3: year
2: I'm like, what 15-year-old does a full weekly shop? <laughs> I was about, like, 19 at the time.
3: <laughs> I got ID'd to actually go in the cinema once as well before I could actually watch a film, and it was only a 15 film. I did
2: Oh, really? Yeah, the small violins are going uh, <laughs> to get a new they string. They're, they're
3: going to be worn out today, aren't they? And yeah. I went to buy a video game. I think it was Call of Duty World at War. I was 15 at the time, but I didn't have my passport on me because that was the only idea I had. I had to wait a week to go buy because they wouldn't sell me it. <laughs> it <Dicks. So> Ridiculous.
2: But <laughs> anyhow, back to Resident year 22. There's some good spots in the air. It starts off with a few sickening shots to the head with, like, cookie sheets and signs from Edge. This is definitely before headshots was all illegal, and they don't age well. I love the match. Some of the things
3: things probably bend as well, don't they?
2: And then this has got the classic moment in where, uh, so is wearing his his blue checkered sort of shirt. Uh, You've probably got one, Lou. (laughs) I wear our final shirt. <laughs> Joey Styles even mentions it doesn't he on commentary that he's wearing his a darker coloured shirt than he yeah. normally does Edge hits him with his spear full of them rips off his shirt and he's covered in barbed wire and when you know that and then you go back to some of the spots he's already done in the match you think oh my god
4: <laughs> I was gonna say. he wrestles for a good five minutes with that barbed wire right, right doing, doing like, back bumps and? Yeah, but going in advance you can see that they, they specifically avoid any attack around his midriff because a yeah. bit like when you look and you think Edge is going for a weird, it comes up for a weird angle. Yeah. Which I don't think you think about at the time, but when you know that that's happening, because I mean, I'm, I've watched this match about 50 times. I think it was the first thing I watched as soon as I got the WWE Network again. This is the first match
2: I went back to. It's possibly one of my favorite matches of all time. Yeah. But it's yet. definitely in the top five. When I turned the network on today, and obviously we clicked on WrestleMania 22, it was it was at the end of the match, and you could just see fully covered in blood. So that's obviously yeah. the last match I have watched on there.
4: <laughs> I think we did. We watch it when we all went so to watch, Just watching our favorite matches on WWE. I'm yeah.
2: Sure, we watched this one as far of as it. Probably did. I think we watched. Did we watch that? We watched CM Punk Cena. That's one of my favorite matches of all time. <laughs> when we get to we watched, uh, some ECW mad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the Armageddon Hell in a Cell, because we watched that all
4: time. The um, fully loaded last one standing between Triple H and Chris Jericho, which yeah. no one remembers. I think we did. But it's possibly my favourite match of all time. Oh, I don't we'll know. What, I
2: can't remember what it was, but we'll, we'll definitely review it when it comes up. that like 9 or 2,000, was it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. But anyway, back to Edge and Foley. So he's obviously covered in barbed wire. has to snip the barbed wire off. as how tight he's wrapped it around himself. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That just shows how much of a crazy bastard he is. Because at well, first I could it?
2: see it, and then it was just like, yeah, there's like five layers of it right around, around his it's waist. It's not it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just starts lashing it, do you and there's no way that yeah. done to hurt. Well, yeah. when Edge
3: beats him as well, like, you just see the blood pour out of his tattoo on his arm as well, don't you? It's just But that's quite good, because
2: used to wonder, why Edge took his shirt out now? And that's obviously why, it? To get the yeah. blood in that spot. Yeah. I did like the fact that the, the, the contest didn't know what was going
4: on. Because yeah. I know some commentators know in advance, like Michael Cole knows everything that happens in advance, which is why we get "For the love of mankind." Yeah. But just as he's reading, Joey wished. Styles and Jerry Lawler literally didn't know what was happening. They were like, "Is it just a get show shoulder?" Like, what's happened? We've met the moment even better.
2: Made the actual reveal like, even better. Well, King King said is the same. King's the same as JR. They don't like to know, do they? Because they yeah. want their reactions to be organic, and that's yeah. how it should be. I agree. But,
4: yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, you get ones where, like, the Michael Cole that time, I can't remember it was, he went. Is he levitating, King? King was like, "No," because <laughs> <laughs> they tried to do some levitating effects; it didn't work. <laughs> well, Michael Cole was just expecting it anyway. So, "Is he levitating?" The King was
2: just like, "No," just laid
4: there.
2: Like... But yeah, yeah. Like, go, going back to the big falling match when he gets thrown off the cell against Undertaker, it's so organic because JR. Don't know what the hell's going on. You yeah. just see somebody, one of his mates, chucked off a cell. I mean, they probably should give the Spanish commentators a heads up. Yeah, the wake yeah. spot. <laughs> He's, yeah. I think when Bret Hart gets thrown through one at ringside and they just still just sat there and they just get smashed into the bloody fence. <laughs> yeah. There's one in New Japan, wasn't there, where JR got injured? Oh, because they didn't tell us. It. Table spot, yeah. And it was one of the live New Japan shows in America. I suppose the WWE tables are quite big, aren't they? Yeah. So you have sat far quite far back from him. Yeah. I bet that's probably why JR wanted to move to the top from when, when Rob was used to be at the top. <laughs> it to be Stay still on the universe, universe, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this has obviously got all the fully spots. He does a cactus clothesline with Lita on his back, which is <laughs> great stuff. Sends all three of them on there. She takes oh, a horrible-looking bump as well. Yeah, that was a
4: hell of a bump from Lita. That was one of my my highlights. Are uh, sometimes noted was that that bump. She yeah. does well to get all, flip all the way across there. Like, yeah. if you think of the the, the positions that all three of them have to be in? She's got to rotate like almost 360 degrees to get back on her
2: feet. Oh yeah, she is an extremely talented wrestler though. Yeah. I mean you couldn't do that with at the at the time, some of the other divas as there was then. I don't think yeah. just, Lita's probably the only one who could pull more, after, after yeah. At one point I think edge covers falling in lighter fluid. Thumbtacks are used. He's got he has a barbed wire soccer. Like Mr. Soccer, he wraps it in barbed wire. He does that on edge and Lita, just for good measure.
3: <laughs> we well, you actually see the cut as well on Lita's lip dirty from the
2: Yeah, barb. that was it. You can't almost too awkward that. Yeah. You know what I
4: mean? Like it's almost too far early like when you see a, when you see her bleeding. That that was the time, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if it was meant to happen. I don't think it was because she was cleaned up pretty well afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, that's the bit where you think like, Foley you meant to be the face <laughs> like a woman with a bad boy of talking. Like. But I think yeah, there was that much uh, heat on Edge
3: Ejinli to at that time anyway, it wasn't there? I think the first time I watched I it, watch it, I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize. But it was like, you're you watching it? It's like the watch... first time I watched it.
4: I was like, "Well, oh, hang
2: on a minute." Like, you are watching it with a twenty twenty brain, though, like, aren't yeah? Yeah. It, yeah, was I was a, five it was, was, a, was a, not that it makes it right, but it us five was different. It was just almost a to watch when, when
4: It's all bleeding because she was like, like, You just immediately feel sorry for it. You're like, she's a bad guy, like, yeah,
2: yeah I didn't, didn't need that part for me. Well, she gets her own back, she hits Foley in the knackers with his bad boy about, yep, so uh, <laughs> she does get. I mean, like that, you like, That's very they're equal, aren't they? Yeah, just a, <laughs> so Foley, what was Well, he was covering the a table that been set up at ringside in lighter fluid, fluid, it it's him with Barbie in, in, in the nuts, then sets the table on fire itself. And then this is the spot everybody remembers, where Edge spears through the ropes, outside the ring, through the table, and Edge pins him. And he doesn't look right well afterwards, does he? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude.
4: I can't got... say that's just good selling, but that shaking is even to make the cover. Yeah. It's insane. Well, they both got second-degree
3: he... burns. Yeah. Check,
2: shaking check like a dog with rickets. Don't, don't forget, so this has happened. Foley's already been covered in lighter fluid. Yeah, so I've got a theory on this.
4: Right. So I think the first light of fluid on Foley is water. Oh, so it doesn't catch fire. Because it goes out straight away. Like how many times normally the fire extinguishers come out? When Ooh, they that land makes sense. when they land, Ooh. it just goes out straight away. I think it's water. I mean I've no idea, but that's my theory that is it's what the first one is water.
2: That does add up because when they both go through the table, it, it does. just goes out completely. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it goes out completely. Also,
2: Edge catches his foot on the ropes, doesn't he? So I wonder if that's how he. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I he doesn't know. go through clean. I, n- I never noticed it until today, and I've seen this match about thirty times as well. Uh, and even at times, I tried to recreate this spot on the WWE 2K games. I thought you were
4: going to say in your garden then. <laughs> no, I, not, I, <laughs> I, not, I took out a light fitting onto a steel chair, so I kind of I'm careful of what I do. I'm <laughs> flat, flat now, but yeah, I, it's just it's just insane. It's an iconic spot absolutely iconic. I think this is why it's one of my favourite matches. Because I've never seen anything like this before. You, know, you think yeah. all the crazy stuff you see in the Attitude either? The one thing it didn't really have other than like, like there's a bit of it in the final Hell or Cell match. There's no fire. No. This is like an like, extreme, extreme, extreme thing. So it's kind of mind-blowing how it happened, really. But yeah, He's... I'm convinced it's water on the first one. That's my theory. If anyone knows anything, just email in, obviously, our tweet us. But I, I think it's water. It seems like it would be.
2: That makes a lot of sense now, yeah. now you mentioned like that. Um, so that's Ed. what I do if I was send someone on fire and yeah, a little well,
3: impressive. Yeah. So you so would Ed. set yourself on fire?
4: Yeah, I'll do it for the YouTube channel. Yeah, I'll do it. Watch it. <laughs> we, get, <laughs> we, we messing one, around on YouTube. We'll set them on fire. One million subs. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I should know. Next we could get that Fifteen million subscribers.
2: <laughs> 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 set on fire. That was, that was There's so a challenge. Give yeah. tell someone. And then we have it. Edge picks up the win at WrestleMania and, well, it's his, carries on his undefeated streak.
0: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkled down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
2: So following on from the the WrestleMania 22 match, Edge and Foley's feud is carrying on. So all right, this is a couple weeks after Raw. It's built as a rematch, a, a hardcore rematch. Yeah, it's definitely selling how hardcore it's going to be, and it's not like what you normally see on TV. Yeah, uh, we get an Edge promo where he's claiming he had the greatest hardcore match ever, and he pretty much just slags off like the Californian Californian fans. Yeah, it's a lot of movie wrestlers and. Uh, the movie references in, so I'm assuming they're in LA or something like that. And then Foley comes out, uh, he has a promo, and he says, the winner will be the greatest hardcore champion of all time. But to truly decide that, they need Tommy Dreamer. He doesn't get the pop that I think they was expecting. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's a bit flat, is it? They should have been the <laughs> northeast this surely. Yeah. No, I think what should have happened,
4: just going, I'm, I'm probably going to just kind of spoil what's happened, but you yeah, should have used talk- for this. One, because Terry Funk, the probably 10 on T- Terry Funk is a big deal. Yeah. And two, Terry Funk wasn't drinking toilet water as part of a backstage skit like two years earlier. <laughs> so if you're a WWE fan, you, they're not in Philadelphia, they're right like the the side of the country. So you probably not a big ECW fan if you're in LA or everywhere, California. You only know Tommy Dreamer from, yeah, he had a good match at ECW one night standing before if you watch that. But other than that, you just know him was like, disgusting Tommy Juma. Or he was, like, drinking title water and doing other disgusting stuff for the hardcore title. Not the... The, 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 the New York hardcore title. Not even, like, the proper belt, I was like, because that was too fragile. So it was just his version with the registration plate on the front. So, yeah, I thought it would have been more effective. Maybe say if it weren't available, and they weren't sure that we're going to use them at this point. So, they just, you know... They, they didn't I think Tommy Juma... was an employee. I think Juma's might be on
2: the scenes
4: yeah. quite well. I mean. But I just think that probably why he didn't get the big pop that he deserved, was because they were using someone who'd been, like, a lower mid-carder for
2: the, like the, the two or three years before this.
3: Yeah, that makes that yeah. makes sense. And he's still wearing a brand t-shirt as well, not his own. That's because he's not
2: yes. on his own clothes, as he? So he has to get one
3: out of the
4: headstand. Uh, how many people are wearing <laughs> wear Tommy Dreamer match? There isn't any Tommy Dreamer match, is there? <laughs> I'd wear it. I do, also, I no, do like, his, I do like his random appearances on Impractical Jokers now. His friends were queuing it or something, so he just pops up. Yeah. Impractical Jokers now and again. That's, that's what he's doing now. Has he been an AW? Think. I think it has been an AW. I think
2: so. Yeah, he was
4: wearing yeah. an AW shirt. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got his own promotion, of course. I mean, as well. How's that car? It's boring. still going. Yeah, we. Still... I think have we got a leaflet from it, when we were in, we were in New York. No, it's when we were in New York. I think. Yeah, was from... it? And we came at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Yeah, we got one, didn't we? Because they're in that northeast, aren't they? Yeah. Northeast of um, not Newcastle, Middlesbrough, So This is Middlesbrough. Yeah. Um, northeast US.
2: Dreamer comes out, Foley makes this into a triple threat match. They've all, interestingly, Edge has a bat, Foley has his barbed wire bat, and Dreamer has his kendo stick, or oh, Singapore in because it's Dreamer and ACW. Foley shouting ECW as they walk down the ramp. <laughs> so we're all thinking Foley and Dreamer are on the same page. Both sort of get Edge out the ring, and then Foley turns on Dreamer, It's him with his barbed wire, and then literally it's a two-on-one. Foley and Edge on, on Tommy Dreamer. Foley even hands in the barbed wire on the dreamer Dreamer's bust open bad. For mm. Like a little six-minute squash match or whatever. No, it, oh, it, it was two minutes. Dreamer <laughs> so is bust open bad. It's just a complete double team. Yeah, even Lee gets involved. Edge hits Dreamer with a spear, whilst Foley has M- Mr Socko on him. Yeah, I think they say Foley wins via pin, but it's very much a double pin. They get the credit to Foley, not I think the next, yeah.
4: the next week they share the hard cartel, don't they?
2: Yes. Edge, yeah, Edge and Foley. Yeah, so Edge and Foley on the same page. So basically, Foley turned on Dreamer and sort of aligned himself with Edge because he sort of now respects him because he's saying actually you are hardcore. I can respect that. This is a fully, fully healed turn for probably the what the first time in like eight no seven years, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. quite a yeah. while. Lou, this was your first pick. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as a man who picked during the William Regal episode, William Regal vs Goldberg. <laughs> yep. Why was this your first pick, Lou?
4: Because Peters has picked my first pick. Oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah. Two. <laughs> and um, no, mainly really because one, I think it draws people in. So, you, you, know, you two are probably thinking, oh, bloody hell, hardcore match between these three, that looks really good. And it wasn't, which is funny. But two. Did you know? I knew I. I remember watching it on TV, yeah. Right, okay. This match. But no, what I, what I liked about it was it was an important step in the rest of the. So the rest of the matches that we're going to kind of cover from now on, Foley's a heel. So it would have been it felt a bit random to just go, oh Foley's a heel all of a sudden this tango edge. So I like this is an an, an important step for, for Foley. And it 'cause it it took a long time for this heel turn to go over. When it, cause I I was watching Raw on a weekly basis. And obviously the established needs to be as well. I think Peter Peter's just mad. yeah Peter's, <laughs> <all> right, <okay. laughs> I just thought you let
2: everyone sound and make, make a weird face. Anyway. that <laughs> <right. laughs> Peter's has changed his background. He's now got Mankind, Kane, and Paul Bearer. I didn't realise Paul Bearer was there until he moved halfway.
4: <laughs> Probably did <laughs> too. Sorry, yes, I apologise for accusing you of, of in that. You must just be clicking your back. But yeah, as I was saying before, before Peter's let on move, <laughs> which definitely happened. <laughs> yeah, it took a long time for this because the fans were so used to living McFarley. And you even seeing a one night stand that we'll get to next, there's a lot of people still want to cheer him. Yeah. And I remember saying that Jim, Jim Ross was like, people are actually cheering for these so, sucks. This is like a big development. It took a long time, but this was the start of it. Wasn't as effective as it should have been because I don't think anyone really cared about Tommy Dreamer, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah.
1: And that's why we'll I think see.
4: like, if you got Terry Funk, Terry Funk could have been back for the in WWE for the first time in like 10 years for this long time, mate. I just thought it, it would have been a lot better, but maybe he wasn't available. I don't know. Maybe they just decided that. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer was the right person for it, I don't know. The
3: thing is, uh, yeah, Tommy Dreamer's not... already there, it's going to save him money anyway. So, yeah, it but... is,
4: but it kind of ruins the storyline. It's not like WWE really run out of money, is it? <sighs> well. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know. They were, were obviously not as big a company as they are now, at this point, but they were, They're were still pretty, pretty big. I pretty big. think <laughs> <laughs> they can afford to fly <laughs> Terry your front from Texas. Amarillo. Amarillo, of course, yeah. It wasn't as effective at all, but I thought it was an important one to pick because of what it led to. It led that to this whole sense. summer, and it was a really good summer of uh, heel folly, mm. um, which you don't you, you don't often see. Like if we started watching in like two thousand, I think he was kind of faced by that point, really. Obviously, yeah. he was the corp, corporate champion ninety eight or whatever that was. Ninety nine, yeah, might have been earlier than that. So yeah, he's heel for a long time. And I thought he did some really good, really good work as a heel, as we we'll get on to later on. So yeah, that's the main reason I picked it just so
2: we could cover the heel time. Basically, valid valid points. say yeah. hey, Peters, what did you think of this? Can we call it a triple threat? More of a handicap match, right?
4: More a segment than it. I said when I, when I told yeah, you guys about it, it's more, it's it. More an angle than a match.
3: Yeah. yeah. For what it was, I get why you picked it. Like you say for what it was, it's good storytelling to obviously get Mick Foley, the heel and the line, him and Edge together. And... Like I said, I've not wrote a lot on it because obviously it's such a short match and obviously we, we get what the point is to turn Foley heel and it was really effective with that. And I think the silence from the crowd actually speaks volumes in this because you've never seen this side of Foley for many years and a lot of those fans won't have even known Foley as a heel. So it to me, it's just clever storyline telling.
2: Yeah, it was it was pretty shocking in fact that Edge and Foley had had this well, Edge had speared Foley for a bending table literally weeks before and all the shaking hands and on the same page. But this nicely brings us on to our next match, which is one of my picks, or my second pick, which starts off as Edge and Mick Foley against uh, Terry Funk and Tommy Dreamer. This is at ECW One Night Stand 2006. So they're now obviously now a team because of their respect. have awarded themselves the hardcore title. Interestingly, where Foley comes out He's got a horrendous black eye. Terry Funk had given him the week before. <laughs> been, I think Terry Funker busted up and quite bad on Raw, if I remember correctly. It was we had like, saw butterfly,
3: that butterfly weird... uh, stitches over his eye as well. Yeah.
2: There was a weird special on there of ECW versus WWE. Is that when we got the, the Sabu, Cena, and RVD yeah. Mysterio match?
4: Yeah. I don't know. I, did, I think something happened with these guys on that as well. Just yeah. I don't fight, know, if, I think I like... know if that's on the network though. Because it was just a random special, wasn't it? Was it not a Raw? No, oh, it was cool. like a it was an added special like the Tuesday. Oh, I, I think they filmed it after they filmed it after a while, but it was like a, it was a standalone TV special. Right? Because that Sabu scene, the match if I remember correctly is actually quite good. Yeah, because he used to be had their own little entrance didn't he, in the in the corner of the arena.
2: Right. But yeah, it's a standalone special like a Tuesday. I just remember I remember there was a fight and Terry Funk was like literally like potatoing <laughs> yeah. Foley, and that's why he's, he's my horrendous black guy. So Foley and Edge sort of do a promo before the match even starts. Well, fully edge and Lita, and then Dreamer, Funk, and Buell and come out and they turn this match into a six-man tag because Buell wants to get her hands on Lita. There's obviously a lot of 2006 trash talk, some yep. not nice things said about Lita, which we won't go into.
3: World job
2: jokes. I mean, I just said so we won't go into it, and Ted oh, Peters no, immediately immediately sorry. says what it is. So is world job jokes? Yeah. <laughs> <chance>. Christ, <laughs> dukes. <laughs> Bludge up, Piers. Yeah. Oh, no one needs yeah. to think of all that. Fucking hell, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can throw him off his stride now. Right, enough. Not enough. I'm no. doing the Boris Johnson. We're drawing a line underneath it. I'm moving on. <laughs> Speaking of BJs, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is. As hard car as it gets really. The crowd are right into Funk and, oh. and Dreamer. Obviously Funk, I think he's I think they say he's sixty one years old, but he looks about eighty five. Well, he's never changed, has he? He always looks really he's like old. Pete, he's like Peter Pan, isn't he? You I know. He can you barely walk, either, like e- can he? He's like Peters, he looks a lot older than he actually. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Benjamin <laughs> Benjamin Button, isn't he? Peters has got no air, hasn't he? <laughs> there it is for this week. <laughs> that was- Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> he just got He's no people not over ball thing for I can't even link it in. <laughs> yeah. He's growing a rat tail though, so well saying thanks to him for that. After I set on my bet last week and everyone agreed. Horrendous. But it, it winds me up too so much so we're not even gonna get involved with that. But it won't be forgotten, though. don't you worry about that. <laughs> I think one point falling funk start fighting up the ram. And there's a ladder involved. Funk obviously does his classic spot where He puts a ladder on his head and spins around. <laughs> near, proper near, near with that.
3: I was going to say, proper clock's folly with that, though, do not he?
2: Yeah. Again. Funk gets tipped off a ladder, and I was worrying he was going to do his moonsault. <laughs> I thought that's what he was setting up to do. A, they didn't get a board, like a two-by-four, not two-by-four, like a plywood board. If they get a plywood board out, that's not good enough. They pull out another plywood board that's covered in barbed wire. Right.
4: So we've seen these, like, three or four times now throughout this show. Yeah. What is the purpose of a plywood board with barbed wire in everyday use? (laughs) Did they not make it
2: for these? Do you think they created just for these?
4: Because normally it's just, like, normal hardware underneath, isn't it? Like, no, they, they
2: do the is stuff they use for Sometimes the they say, and the rest will put it underneath before the match. I was going to yeah.
3: say, I think they did allude to it. They said, oh, they've been doing some DIY or something and created that monster or something like that. They do sort of make <laughs> yeah, out that they've most made Most of the time, it.
4: it's like an everyday object that uses a
2: weapon. Well, I just <laughs> yeah. can't find a need for a barbed wire bar. Well, see, so the barbed wire you is an idea, but you had no problem with the bat covered in barbed wire or the 2 Yeah, it's obvious that they came out with them, didn't they? This is under the ring yeah well yeah that's true Just, yeah it plays a big part in this match anyhow you know, they sat like one point fully in edge sat like doing like a back body drop with the board on top of Terry Funk Terry Funk's bust open bads. literally screaming my eye and I don't know if that's real or it's meant to be or what the hell's going on I
3: think it was storyline because they wouldn't have allowed him to come back in
2: would you have stopped him <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, to be fair,
3: he did walk through the crowd with that bacteria. hilarious sort of image of him walking through the crowd with a two-by-four covered in barbed wire. So. Oh, that should have been sapphire at that point. It looked well good if it was walking.
4: I mean, that would have been really dangerous. How yeah. <laughs> great, great with that. Like, if, if you would so, have been, uh, so
2: far, if,
4: like, Just walking out with a flaming bat, like, through the yeah,
2: crowd, have been amazing. It, so if you was backstage, right, and you're security, and Vince tells you, right, don't let Terry Punk come back out, and he walks up to you, and he's got the bloody... <laughs> Two by four wrapped in barbed wire. <laughs> you, you're gonna stop him. Jack and Vince was
4: backstage for
2: this. You what? Yeah, you yeah he will be. There's
3: no way he won't have been.
2: It, it was a pay-per-view, wasn't it? I think no, he it's gave an up WWE on
3: that,
4: didn't it? I don't. I don't, I don't think didn't know
3: he backstage at
2: Seiko, is uh, it? No, but I don't think he gave up in ECW till later on. I'm sure, it's Bruce Pitch had WWE uh, ECW uh, episodes. It was I don't the. How I to, how to get him in? The, you know how the
3: Rabbit ECW fans? I bet he's been there all day. Yeah.
4: They'll have been there from 12 o'clock. Ah, it's
2: just Strange. Probably been there from 2 a.m. the morning before.
4: It's kind of imagine Vince sat backstage while watching this. Oh, <laughs> okay, it would this, be, is a, this is a Ah, uh. There's not a lot Vince doesn't do, is there? Nah, no, true. But I thought this one I'd probably just leave it to
2: someone like Shane or Herman. I, I don't know. I don't know if he fully trusts Heyman, does he? <laughs> I just get the sense of. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be at the top, yeah. and then you know, uh, yeah, Funk. He leaves. His face is all busted up. He does come back with a 2 x and Bad Boy. Uh, it's just he's got this horrendous sort of bandage around his eye. I mean, it looks like his eyelids are about to come off, and the the blood's pretty bad. It's uh, But while he's gone, Fully in Edge sort of double team Tommy Dreamer. Uh, the fans interestingly are shouting Sandman. Yeah. So spells it a bit. <laughs> yeah, that chance I was great if it were hex. I mean, the pop would have been huge if he had come out through the through the through the fans. That would have been great. Well, that that would, yeah. Win, yeah, but he come. I think he comes out later on in the show and attacks Eugene. Thing.
4: Yeah,
2: because that was his thing, wasn't it? When he said we come back, he just come out and attack things that he didn't agree with. Santa, 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 Santa
4: Claus? Claus? I may
3: have read that No, I think he did attack Santa Claus. A
2: zombie, didn't he? Somebody else, something sci fi related on it <laughs> yeah. Really ridiculous. Zombie, come on. That, that's when he said, Your dad, and I was like, this The second week, the first <laughs> week. Really... Was there a mummy one week as
3: well? No, you're
2: thinking you, thinking... you have to, yeah, you
3: have to
2: anyway. Think... It's bogs that it doesn't belong in
3: wrestling.
2: Him and uh, the giant just like sort of gently hugged, hug, hugging. <laughs> that was the yeti one that was so horrendous. I'm sure we'll at that at some point so yeah they've beaten Tommy Dreamer up Bueller and Lita get into a fight, uh, fight. Th- yeah cat fight it was Stiles. What do you Stiles I think hate
3: he- it when he says that do
2: you Joey Joey Stiles that- was, it was better in this one
4: and it was better in the one before it was just the two has a fight I felt like it was just a bit much
2: yeah because so it wasn't you a- don't really notice him as much which I think is good for- you don't want to commentate too much yeah that is true so, yeah, Funk comes back out with his bandage up. He does finally set his 2 by 4 on fire. I think Bueller helps him as well.
4: Yeah, he's really struggling, not
2: he? I know, he pants to the crowd just
4: looking confused. <laughs> like he couldn't... <laughs> 30 seconds to so while someone else, funk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he looks old in wrong, kind of funk lesson. Yeah. And then, yeah, the bar boy of board gets set up outside. is thrown through it. And then Funk gets thrown on it. Somehow Funk ends up in the worst position in full. <laughs> Edge, finally, yeah, uh, spears Bueller. <laughs> Even Dreaming sort of trade finishes. I think he does like a that education, but barbed wire on the eyes. Yeah. It just looks horrendous. Edge, spears Bueller then does a very suggestive pin. <laughs> Even the commentator says, what the hell's the matter with you? Disgusting. Picks up the three count, and then sort of the lasting images uh so fun getting cut out of the barbed wire, which just looks horrendous. I've seen this match loads, and it just looks horrendous every time. So, Peters, so what do we make of this six six person tag? In the words of Chris Eubank on
3: Gogglebox, brutal, wonderfully brutal. It's incredible. I'm... I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love those. because my reference is fucking
4: new. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Eubank on Gogglebox.
3: Yeah, it's great. <laughs> nah, I think this is ECW in a nutshell. It's it's great. And like you say, to have a heel foley as well, which I know obviously we've seen, just the lead-up and the build-up to everything is great. How Terry Funk is still alive after this match, I really don't know. And that image of him at the end getting cut out of that bad boy board is foul.
2: I think it's his scream. He's like, cut me out.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. But you see like his
3: bicep, and it's like you're all bruised and mangled and stuff like that. And how Bueller's got a spine left after that it, that spear as well, I'll never know. That was a gross looking spear.
2: Well, she was in one of the most bloody matches ever, wasn't she, with uh, Bill Alfonso. <laughs> I we don't just... know. If you've, you've seen played... that
4: match, I've heard about it so many times. Yeah, bit,
2: sure Bill Alfonso, I think doesn't even mentions in this match, he loses like a third of his blood. Wow. The blood job is horrendous.
3: Yeah. And that's why you
2: don't get managers to blood. He, he's... he's Sickening. I'm sure I will cover it at some point, but it is an absolutely sickening match. And I s
3: like I alluded to earlier, uh, that image of Funk walking back through the crowd with a two by four covered in barbed wire up in the air is just unbelievable. I was actually laughing at how stupid it looked on the long shot, just this big bit of wood with barbed wire just walking amongst these people was. But yeah, I I absolutely love this. And Fair play to Lisa as well for taking that dreamer driver because that did not look really yeah. pretty. But, yeah, great. Absolutely loved it.
2: Well, so Terry Pete, is a fan, Lou. What did you think?
4: Oh, yeah, I love this match. One of my favourites. I-, I want to take it right back to the promo at the start, which was absolutely brilliant. There was some classic lines from Foley. One way it was like, oh, yeah, I sold out. Madison Square Garden, and everyone boots. And everybody went on edge about how ECW is run by a visionary, yeah. <laughs> like a young, a young dynamic leader. And then Stephanie McMahon, Uh I mean, it I to, cheaply, yeah. Oh, that was great. It it GP. Worked. It was great. And then I think when Edge came out, he just kind of unloaded on just internet fans, basically. I guess you'd call them.
3: Yeah, because he was going on about dicking his, uh, wanking over his bed. Basically.
4: Yeah. And then by the time we got to Lita, she'd had some good. Sure, I thought it was like, she made points that I thought more people would have reacted to, but no one seems to really react to that point. They were just. Probably, to be there. They, they, they
2: were already a yeah.
3: bit the blood at this point, anyway, weren't they? So. Oh, yeah, I think
4: that's what yeah. they wanted. Because at yeah. this match. Oh, the heat was. Because I think, was, I think for, right at the beginning, Foley was looking at quite a few cheers. Yeah, I think it mean, was. That, that promo turned people on a straight away. And right at the end, I noticed that a lot of the ECW fans had a lot of respect for Edge. Yeah, well, later for that on. Match. That match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously, yeah. But.
2: Um, I mean, but Edge yeah, doesn't during really... that match. You don't think of Edge as a hardcore wrestler, but what he did in the TLC matches that he's, that he's done, and then what yeah. he's done in the hard he set himself on fire.
4: Yeah, that's it. But I think like the, the, the TLC ones are almost a bit different in the, the more, and I don't want to take it away from him because I enjoy more, really, but the more like stunt-based. Yeah. They, I they're, gruesome, they're, like, they're gruesome. They're like, gruesome-based. They're not as bloody, but they're kind of... I think Jay Ash said it on one of his podcasts. It's just it's flat back bumps. Like, obviously, it's from a great height. Mm-hmm. But it's flat back bumps so it, it looks spectacular. And I prefer those types of matches when it, it's the more spectacular but safer bump rather than the, the blood most of the time.
2: I think even in this match it was full, it was on fire when he went through the border I think wasn't it? Yeah it
4: was. Yeah it, it just that like that was a bit even now I like, watched it for like uh, the fiftieth time, you kinda of win something it's still a bit it's on fire, it's should have got the war out of the day the rest of twenty two.
3: Gonna say it got but, well put out, didn't you, by the fire extinguisher.
4: Yeah, that's it, yeah. But uh, I I love this match. I love this whole pay per view. And hopefully, as the show goes on, we'll <laughs> find out if we get to watch the rest of it. But um, yeah, this was when I was right back into wrestling full time. Now um, this is really exciting for me. And this, is kind of, this, this show should should have been what ECW, the TV show, was for the first part. Yeah. I know. The other I, week I said that ECW was a success, and I think ECW was a success in what it in terms of the the rest as it produced, but in terms of it turns out being a successful weekly product, which obviously wasn't. This is the sort of thing they should have done because I think the first the first ECW show on a Tuesday after this they did from the same arena SmackDown
2: was held in. and they did. They the next the first ECW was at the Bahamistan Ballroom. And I thought it was No, I'm sure it was the first one. And then the one that because the, Heyman came out and said they were all going to be hardcore matches or extreme rules, and then when they moved, they stopped being extreme rules. And I don't think that's what the fans wanted.
4: I, I thought that was in the arena, though. I didn't think that it was in...
2: Maybe, I'm sure. I, I can only figure me watching it. It was probably 14 years ago, wasn't it? But... Oh, and also, why didn't Tommy Dreamer and Terry Funk come out of the novel entranceway? <laughs> the
4: ECW. Rami... The they came from around the corner. You bet it's Radicardum ECW to reason. do what they want.
1: That's fine. That makes not sense. It's ECW, little, little,
4: little thing. But it was almost like at that WCPW show where Kat Angle went the wrong way through the air, through the curtain. <laughs> I don't get stuck around that part. I came out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was a bit, it was a bit like that. Obviously, that no, was bad because everyone, it looked like it should have been there. But I was like, oh, what? just use an orange and a lad's Unless Vince was in Gorilla. I didn't want to talk to him. Yeah, maybe. It's so fun. Damn. But yeah, it. I have that this match. I think, you know, I've already said that the edge, the rest of the matches in my top five. This is probably in the top ten. I, I really enjoyed this match.
2: I remember absolutely loving it in 2006, yeah. this is, thinking this is the greatest thing of it. I think the main event of the show, is, I probably preferred Mark, but this was a really good match. I, d- I enjoyed the full pay-per-view. I mean, I think the fans, Um, you know what you said with the promo, I think the fans were bane for blood because they was annoyed about the match before, which was Sabu, uh, Mysterio, oh, that oh, that and the non-finish. I think those fans were really annoyed about that match, which is why they liked this match so much. Yeah that's that's my last pick and then moving on same year pretty much from this this is like his next feud Foley goes into a a rival with Ric Flair so this is based on what they both wrote in each of his books so I think Foley wrote in his book fair Flair was, the thing is he, said he was as bad he was as a book in as he was good wrestler,
3: yeah yeah and then
2: Flair put in, in Fair in His book Foley was a glorified stuntman. I think a couple of years in 2004, I think they had a bit of an issue, standoff, pushing and shoving and whatnot. Seems to be doing that with everyone in this in this period. Bit, well, I there's kind they of reconciled, any old rec-
3: though, didn't they? I think they did sort of reconcile. I don't know if it was before. Yeah, I or think, after
2: I think they match. have reconciled now, but I think it's obviously built on that. Is this is the classic Flair when he started elbow dropping his book. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, when we do Flair, that's going to be my moment when he starts yeah. in the <laughs> book. So they had a match previously. Um, Flair beat Foley 2-0 and 2 out of 3 falls match. I can't remember what pay-per-view that was at. Was Vengeance? Vengeance. So that yeah. would be been the next pay-per-view after one the next time, I think, wasn't it? I was up.
4: Yeah, I think it was only like a, two, a week or two later, actually. It was a raw pay-per-view.
2: So that's 2-0. So I think Flair wins the first one just by pinfall and then Foley gets himself disqualified to the second one. I think he, he realises he can't beat him by, by wrestling, so he's got to go into hardcore sort of falling mode, which is why we get this match. This is lose, last pick, the last match we do win. This is at SummerSlam 2006, and it's an I quit match. It's a bit of a strange start to this match. Well, before we get into the match, it's a bit of a strange promo. Eh? Sort of, Molina's become Foley's manager without actually becoming yeah, I thought his it manager. Really... Yeah, uh, it's manager. They're it's just as friends
4: as... or something like that. It was as weird as. At the time, as it is now, yes, um, no, yeah, they just became. They were just all of a sudden. It was like, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm really good friends with Molina. All right.
2: You see, I, I didn't. You said earlier that this was Fall is full heel healed I assumed Flair was the heel in this. Yeah, it comes across that way because the next night,
4: just gonna skip head right to the end of this. But obviously, right at the end of this match, as you'll explain anyway, I'm sure. But we'll go. I'll, I'll go for it now. But yeah, basically, obviously, they have to stop because Molina gets involved. That's how it stops. The next night, Foley kisses Vincent Man's ass, obviously to save Melina's job, and then Melina turns on it, turns on him. Yeah, and I think apparently in his book, he, he said it was meant to lead to a feud with John Johnny Nitro at the time, right? But it just never happened. So he's yeah. meant, he, he, he turned first the next night because I think people were starting to chew him again. So he got he's, fired he, now, then, I think. But he got fired anyhow,
2: but then he didn't come back for the feud, which is what was meant to happen, because I think he was too injured. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So, Foley comes out, he brings out his trash can full of weapons, got the usual stuff in there barbed wire. Blair comes out as normal flare gear, no weapons to be t- as such. Foley brings out Mr. Socco. Oh, that was, uh, oh, just, I'll mention this, we've gone past it, but in the last match, there's a great bit where Foley brings out his Socco and the crowd are booing like hell. <laughs> he brings out two and only one gets used in it. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Flair and Foley. he brings out his soccer. He covers it in in barbed wire. Flair then steals it off him, puts it on himself, (laughs) and then chops him, which is stupid. Those
3: chops look horrible.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to be chopped anyhow. I especially don't want to be chopped when your hand's covered in barbed wire.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I won't want to be chopped by Ric Flair and then, like you say, when it's in barbed wire and sticking to my t shirt. I
2: don't think I want to chop anyone though, while I've got barbed wire on my hand. Yeah. Well, he just yeah. had his hand in a weird position, I think, to try yeah. and not hurt not, uh, himself. Basically,
4: um,
3: don't play with barbed wire.
2: Yeah, don't mess around good with point. Boy. That
4: is a wrestling around safety announcement, public safety announcement.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> don't that's play with barbed
3: wire, kids.
2: And also, don't make a barbed wire board, because father brings out another one of you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's flare with it. Flare's bleeding like hell. Whenever flare bleeds, it's the visual's just so oh. good in it. Flair, yeah. it's the white but... hair and the skin uh, Flare is the best the blader isn't he because the is he the best blader like, oh I mean because the of hair, the but... hair I, I don't like think that. Flair can lose that much blood <laughs> yeah. maybe it's like Mr.
3: ends where the uh, the needle just goes straight through him Oh, check yeah. the other one I think there's some in there <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah Flare's busted up and thumbtacks come out and Flair's just like scoop slammed onto him which just. I, I, I don't remember no that part, I mean I would ever want to do that bump
3: no. I've often thought I would, and then I see that and think, no, I
2: wouldn't. <laughs> right.
3: We, no, get, no. we get 12 reviews. <laughs> no, no,
2: no. The no, <laughs> scum slam Terry Peters on no, to totally. wants to do it.
3: No. I, I've said, then I saw that and uh, rethought my life choices, so no choice. Right. So that was
2: the one that did it? Not None of the others with Fun Thumbtacks have ever been used?
3: Ric Flair's a 61-year-old man and should not be doing that, and that's what finally put me off. <laughs>
2: Is it because you look more than sixty-one years old? Yes.
3: <laughs> it's more the facts as well that they're all stuck in his tights as well, and quite clearly pricking his ass as well. Yeah. It just sounds yeah. uncomfortable. Oh,
2: right. Well, yeah, that was the and... way. It was
4: stuck in his tights. Not the fact it was stuck in his skin. Um, <laughs> no, 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 if it's in your saggy old ass. It's gonna. And,
3: oh, no. and, and the visual of them all stuck in the side of his hand as well.
2: You just no, not for me. I won't be doing that anytime soon. But Terry will well if you get. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no <sorry. laughs> That might be it. That might the round finally kills Terry Pierce. <laughs> That's the one. And then, in back to the match, Foley's knocked knocked out to the outside. The ref sort uh, and all the medical team come down, and they end it. Which is the crowd are not happy. When like, I think they're trying to pretend Foley's been knocked out. The ref says. No, we're not having it. This, is, I think he said, this isn't the lay on your ass and fall asleep match or something. Man. This is a <laughs> quit match. probably hasn't quit, so the, it doesn't actually get restarted. But it's just it. weird, doesn't it? It just keeps ending and doesn't it? end. Yeah. the oh, uh,
3: storytelling of it though by doing that.
2: Yeah, I get it, but
4: just I just thought, don't but, let him ring the bell. It should to yeah, be exactly. you know <laughs> I mean? like, No, I not it. It's um, confusing,
2: yeah. So, Melina comes down, and she's watching Foley literally get beat up. He's bust open mm. at this point. Flair's just battering him with a, the, the, well, Barbie, the baseball bat, covering him, by boy. Yeah. She throws the towel in. This ain't good enough for Flair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he restarts again, saying you can't quit for him. Melina gets in the ring to check on Foley. So, Flair, are they trying to say Flair's losing it a bit here, I think? And he goes to attack Molina with it. Finally, Foley quits. Because he doesn't want Flair to hurt Melina. And that's the match. Flair wins. I did enjoy it. I just thought the ending was flat.
4: Yeah, I did. I picked this match having not seen it, um, <laughs> because we had Sky at this point, but it was we didn't have Sky box office. You know, we didn't want to pay for 50 quid on Sky box office all the point.
2: Oh, did we? We only got the, some of the B
4: shows. Yeah. So sad. Sad news again, really. Sad times. But yeah, so I picked having not seen it. And I heard it was a classic, and it was really good. I don't think it was because the feud was the feud on TV was really good. Up until this point, it went on for... I mean, you think Vengeance is in like June, this is just like August, so it's a good 2 month feud. The benefit of having less pay-per-views are brand-specific pay-per-views. But yeah, no, I, I I enjoyed it. It wasn't what I expected. I knew what the ending was, but I didn't expect it to go down like that. The ending was a bit flat, and it was a bit confusing with all of it. The bell kept ringing, and didn't restart, and then it was a bit strange. But yeah, I enjoyed the matches as, as a whole.
2: Uh, for me, the ending was... A- I'm not, not bothered about the... I thought the getting knocked out was a bit daft. And then carrying on. And then milling in front of the It was the fact it was the next thing straight away. Enough I, time in between. Yeah. From to warrant starting the match. What starting.
3: I liked is the fact that it was... Flair was desperate for Flair Fo to say he quit rather than someone giving up on his behalf. And he was just out for that. I, I thought it was really good, actually. I, yeah. I, I know what you're saying about it being too quick. I do agree with that. But I thought the premise of it was... Very clever in the way it was done.
2: Yeah, no, I, I think it was good storytelling. I just think Flair should have maybe beat down Foley a bit more or Foley should have shown a bit of fight because he hadn't quit up until that point. He was getting all this punishment. He hadn't quit. And then Flair should have beat him down and realized he's not going to get him to quit and then attacked Molina. What
3: I think should have happened is when Foley saw, obviously, his friend Molina being attacked him, quit, but then Flair, after the bell, do an attack. So it feels like he's finally got one over on him.
2: Yeah. Also, Peter, this is audio only and you've just done air quotation marks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I know, but I just wanted to do that. <laughs> you Peter.
2: to say <laughs> it, I've seen it was I've never seen this match either and I've heard good things about it. I, I've never seen it. I remember vaguely watching a few, like I say, with the elbow dropping and on the jacket and the book and that, which mean, was better than any match I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they could have the flair just sort of snapped too quickly, and I think they just rushed the end. of it, not they to run out of time, or yeah, it was pretty short on it.
4: Yeah, and it was a long pay per view, and there's a there's a stacked card, absolutely stacked. Yeah, so maybe that's what happened because they had three brands at this point, obviously going on one pay per view, so there's a lot to
2: happen.
3: Yeah, and, I, and I, it's almost like a commodity match. This isn't it as well.
2: I think I right, quit matches are hard to do because we've mentioned this the past couple of weeks. You just can't you can't do the false finishes because it just it takes all the heat out. And then there was too many. I think they could have done the. I don't think they needed the first stoppage where Foley falls out the ring. I think they could have just Molina could have quit and then Flair said, no, "I'm not having Molina quit. Yeah. I'm going to make you yeah. quit." I don't to do it three times. I don't ring the bell as well. Like I says, the match started not. We don't know. But like, well, that's it. They rang the bell, and then Flair just said, "No, we're starting again." But technically, Flair's won because the rest thrown it out, and the ref just sort of went, "Yeah, well, I'll just carry on resting." in. <laughs> <Charifying>, lads, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit strange, but it a good match on the all. I think all of them. To be fair, I've enjoyed every single match we covered today, mm-hmm. all six. And then sort of after that. Uh, Fulis, uh, what we just said, is fired following Raw after during the Kiss mask Club and really on him. He then started of did commentary for a bit. I mean, th- last week's pay-per-view 2008, he was commentator on SmackDown. Uh, then he left for TNA in 2008. He became world champion in TNA. I think in a match with staying, he was involved with loads of matches. He fought uh, Flair
3: in TNA as well, didn't he? Did they, uh, at, I, I, oh, he definitely had some angle with Flair anyway.
2: That makes a lot of sense. Uh, he rejoined WWE in 2011, finally inducted into Hall of Fame in 2013 by, of course, Terry Funk. <laughs> Who else? <Yeah. laughs> in Madison Square Garden as well. Bladed himself. Mm-hmm. He's in, since then really done sort of sporadic appearances. It was Raw GM in 2016, wasn't he? Oh, that wasn't very good. Let's just, just move on from that. Do you yeah. know what else wasn't very good that he's done? Holy Foley. Holy Foley. Is that, is, was that the Network Special? Yeah. Was that about Noel wanting to become a wrestler, or someone wanting to become a wrestler? Yeah, it? If yeah, you wanted,
3: but it's just about him having a Christmas room and stuff like that. Okay,
4: yeah. yeah. Never seen it. His stand-up special on WWE Network is good. It's not really
2: stand-up; it's more story, isn't it? It's just yeah, star. Yeah, it. it's just story. It's
4: like it's like a one-man show that you see over WrestleMania
2: weekend. Man, I would be so, interested to go. You could see
4: if he went to one, actually.
2: Yeah. So at the last things we've seen Foley, do it he obviously introduced the 24-7 title in 2019 I mean, he's not been seen on TV since he got attacked by The Fiend I think that's when The Fiend started doing the Mandela glow wasn't it yeah Yes. stole it from from Foley so that was Mick Foley's post retirement career obviously he did loads in TNA he was there he did have um, he had an angle with Dean Ambrose as well didn't he but then he couldn't get cleared yeah because that would have been a good final match he never really had that big final match in WWE which is disappointing I'm kind of glad that didn't happen because Fowler's a lunatic, and from what I've seen of Dean Ambrose or John Moxley on the Indies, he's also a lunatic. <laughs> I just don't think Foley needed that, so I'm kind part of me is glad that never actually
4: happened. it would have been interesting though to see. Well, it's think if that didn't, if that happened, then the Shield probably
2: wouldn't have done so. Strange to think about. Talk about sliding doors in the uh, yeah. WWE. So, yeah, that was, that was Mick Foley. Well, Foley after retirement. We've gone through all that after retirement. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years after he retired from wrestling. I'm sure, no doubt, probably next year or some point, we'll go back and do sort of early Foley because there's some great matches, WCW and WWE. Lou, did that fill you up full of nostalgia of Mick Foley's last, last <laughs> six it did. years? It, I mean, it was mainly the 2006
4: Foley run. <laughs> that but he had, he had a lot of his, his best way. But so it was has,
2: really good. It's underrated year of Mick
4: Foley. It is, it is. And it's the year I got back into wrestling, so I say, it's got a personal um, special for me. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. There wasn't a bad match in there. And it's kind of how, you, if you're a special attraction wrestler, this is how you should be used. Just coming so, for these big matches. Put, I know he won a couple of them, but may, most of the time it was putting people over if it was it was Orton and Cali, but not so much. It look, was pretty much... Edge. Millie, Edge, Millie Edge got the big the big off of all this.
2: He made Orton and he made Edge, and they're yeah. well, obviously still going today. Qualified so, well, Hall of Famers, yeah. Well, one is one of will, will be, yeah. And Orton, I mean, if, if he didn't become Hall of Fame, someone's gone terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah. It? <laughs> but yeah, no,
4: I I, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was nice to go back and look at his, his career and look at a lot of these matches from 2006.
2: Ted yeah. so, Peters, um, what did you think of for his retirement, if you can call it that?
3: A busy retirement, that's for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when I'm retired now, I want to be doing less than
3: that. There was a lot of matches in this six that I hadn't seen, so it was quite good to go and watch some different stuff for a change, I for a change, for something new. I really enjoyed everything. I think as well, to get a heel turn in there was really clever on WE's part, especially inside, like you say, 18 months from sort of the, that we really watched, from Backlash 04 to 2006. It was really clever in the way that they'd done it. Sorry, twenty. 20- Two
2: years in it rather than eighteen months. Yeah, like, it's always hard to do in a legend because people want to see the legend back badly. But yeah, he, he,
3: when especially when he's a commodity like McFoley as well.
2: Yeah, when he's a beloved legend rather than yeah. just a legend. Yeah. But no, that was it. I certainly enjoyed seeing some of the matches. Was a, some I've seen before. Some of my favourite matches of all time. Some I hadn't seen at all. So that was, that was fair. That was really really good. So next week on Wrestling Around, we put it to you, the listeners. Last week. Which ECW One Night Stand did you want to see? Was it 2005 or 2006? We've had polls on all social media. Lou, I don't know why we trusted him because this man is known to <laughs> to skew polls in his in his favour. Yeah, well, uh, what trust the polls, Lou?
4: Well, well, well. So we we give it to the people to make a decision, and they didn't because it was fifty fifty. <laughs> Now, I have it on good authority that Mr. Peters voted on the Instagram poll. Oh yeah, so by the way, just so I'm looking if you look at the social media, you know, Facebook has got all five up, Instagram and Twitter has all um, six up, but if you if you add them both together it's fifty fifty. So if everyone's looking to think there's some shenanigans, that's why. But I have it on good authority that Mr. Peters used both his own Instagram <laughs> account and the official
3: Wrestling Around too. Oh, that is which absolutely a, scandalous. It was a genuine mistake. It was the only this I hadn't so, actually voted on my own account, so I voted again. Uh, voted <laughs> scandalous. He's got his girlfriend to vote. It's a shambles, really. One but, of her friends voted. I don't know what she voted for either. Absolutely I don't know what she voted for.
2: I said last week that the corruption in Wrestling Around <laughs> got from the bottom to the top, and which we is we've seen it yet again. <laughs> I think so, last week it was love. Terry Peters this week. I hope you're ashamed, Terry uh, Peters. Living so in what the, we're going to have to do is we're going to the we're gonna have to pick it. In the, yeah,
3: I was just about to say, living in the dictatorship of 2020's political environment, let's assign a random number generator, which we've handily pre-prepared.
2: That's what we're going to have to do. So are we? this is live. This, no, none of us three know. Who's doing it? I've got it. I've got, no, got no. it. No. I think, right? Both of you can't be trusted, so no, oh, I'm going cool. I'm I'm to do it right now. Well, I've got a better idea. Trusted. Why don't we all do one? <laughs> that's
4: our
2: free. All right, yeah. Right. <laughs> right hang on. <laughs> Let me get a random number generator off. You, so you
3: two want
2: a number between 2005
4: and 2006.
3: You, you've you've missed my amazing drum roll I just did on my desk. my brand new desk. Say hey, Peter's got a brand new desk, so that's all right, it's isn't brand it?
2: Oh, oh, a brand, brand new desk. desk. 2006. Right, Lou, what we're going to do, we're going to start off with you. Okay. Right, and then we'll
4: hold, I'll hold it to the camera after I've done it.
2: Yep. It's 2006. 2006. 2006. Tay Peters. Yeah, you do. 2005 or
3: 2006?
2: 2005. 2005 oh, really? oh my God.
3: on live. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a picture in our Facebook group so you can see that I'm not lying because I'm all, I'm working
2: on over two monitors. Right, hey. I have the, I have to decide in vote, so I should have just No, it's it No, No, you don't have to decide vote, you have to decide in random number. That, yeah, but I should have just done it anyhow, yeah, is what I'm saying. You right. t-
3: there <laughs> you go, you, you, you can verify that that saves two thousand and five for me.
2: How likely is this, mate? So Lou last week put his heart on the line said so he wants two thousand and six, Teddy Peters did the same for two thousand and five, Ted Peters even tried to rig the vote for two <laughs> And Lou's got 2006 and he's got 2005.
4: did oh, You still didn't think about really. 2006 should have won, but whatever. I'm being i have been fair
2: I am generating now. Oh. 2005.
4: No! <laughs> no! <Can't laughs>
2: 2005 it is. Ah,
4: oh, what yeah. absolute disgrace. We've got to wait a full year
2: now to so review 2006. There we have it. Oh. <laughs> in a year's time for Lou's favourite ECW one the next time in 2006. But we're next week, we'll be doing 2005. Sure, take you, Phil. <laughs> Let me have it. So, as 2Peters got away with it, tell us tell us on social media as 2Peters. <laughs> Look, do you know what? This is what you get because you got away with it last week for your disgraceful poll. You no, know, this is a legit poll. Disgraceful. So, it's calm it. In. Calm I've cool. done your buddy
3: CW belt as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Terrible poll, so you got away with it. So, this wasn't a five. I mean, I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoyed both, so I wasn't really bothered, but... <laughs> 2005.
4: So, 2005, next week. Can't wait to watch a lot of random wrestlers and so no one knows. <laughs>
2: stop it. If I get the internet angry again, stop it. Speaking of uh, wrestlers that nobody knows, week after that, <laughs> we're going to be doing TNA's first ever pay per view. So, when TNA started, they started was it like weekly pay per views instead of the monthly pay per views before the TV show. So, we're going to be doing TNA's first. Ever show, I will admit I don't know anything about it, so I'm going to hand you over to Lou who's picked it. Lou, what do you know about TNA's first ever pay per view, first ever show? <laughs> it's free on YouTube. All oh, right, there we go. Then <laughs> so watch on YouTube, guys. Yeah. So, watch, all, you know, watch all it before I know is
3: that one of the commentators is terrible, apparently. Yeah, I can't remember his I name, I will sure stick out next week.
4: Well, I, what I do know just as a little, a little preview of uh, a <laughs> two weeks' time. The actual wrestling is delayed for about 20 minutes because a big wrestler by the name of Cheeks broke the ring in a dark match. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, dear. So
4: join us for
2: classic Cheeks in two weeks' time. <laughs> what was it called TNA at that time? Was it Total it, Non-Stop it Action? It was Total Non-Stop Action. Yeah, yeah I it TNA, was TNA, wasn't it? called it TNA. Yeah.
4: But Total Non-Stop Action the same thing, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, there we go then. tay are you excited for TNA?
3: I'm intrigued to see what's awaiting.
2: Because it's only an hour and a half as well. I'm wrestling around first. I'm wrestling around first, this, to you know. Yep. yep. And is, is that a truth on it? Or yes. It? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ken Shamrock. Uh, AJ
4: Styles. Uh, AJ
2: Styles is in the first match. AJ Styles with short hair, which is weird when you look at them now. It is, yeah. Which so is, I, I
3: remember yeah, AJ Styles as well.
2: Yeah, and I, I used to remember that... Um, the Wrestling Channel, this is how old it was. The Wrestling Channel on Sky. <laughs> they used to have uh, Was it Ring of Honor and bits of DNA. Yeah. Um, I remember always seeing AJ Styles with short hair on that. And then when he came back to WWE, and I hadn't seen him in ages, and he had long hair, I was like, AJ Styles doesn't have long hair, what's going on here? <laughs> and now I can't picture him without his long hair. No it is, it is like weird.
3: Everyone yeah,
4: like,
3: has weird truck and that license on his all day. They used to wear yeah. all the time. Right. If I have just found the correct card, the main event is jeff jarrett against jeff hardy
4: no you've not found the card.
3: i've found the wrong <laughs> thing <though. laughs> yeah. the main yeah. event is a gauntlet for the gold yeah i've definitely found the wrong thing then i'll
2: edit that out there we go Say peter's cannot be trusted Something what we all knew already <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh because it's come up as impact a lot of search for yeah yeah. It's, yeah, fa- yeah it's just
4: it's before impact this it's the, uh, the yeah, first yeah. ever cna show i think it was in 2002 yeah, hard.
2: I found 2004. Oh, it definitely wasn't Jeff Hardy then, No, so. no. It's all gone wrong. <laughs> it's all gone wrong. There we have it from
4: Tipperies himself. So we'll, is, just uh, we'll just carry on talking about the fact that he picked the wrong card just to so carry it out, so it's more yeah. difficult <laughs> to turn it out. <laughs> all right, fine, we'll
2: leave it in. Sorry. <laughs> leave it in. <laughs> there we have it. <laughs> So that'll be next week. Follow us on social media. where We have loads of polls. We've got loads of votes on that. We're on Facebook as Wrestling Around. We're on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Instagram is at That's W-R-E-S Around. Send us a an email at WrestlingAroundOutlook.com. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel, and we've got some massive plans for the YouTube channel. Oh, big plans. Some good lovely, ideas. Lovely, lovely, lovely. We'll have clips. We'll have sort of reviews and matches that we don't get to do on... So, Peters has gone missing. <laughs> His podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll have sort of clips of, of the podcast. We'll have sort of unseen, or like unhead footage before. So we'll we'll pick sort of matches that we haven't done on the podcast. Will be YouTube exclusives. We've also got some hilarious, I'm sure, original content coming. <laughs> we got some absolute good ideas, so, so go on there, like, share, subscribe, all that. You got in for yeah. a tweet. A tweet? A tweet? Jesus yeah. Christ. Follow us on there. Twitter in
4: for a tweet. tweet. Follow uh, us on Twitter. If it it's an anniversary of a up that you really liked. Tweet yes. us, am going to watch it. Well, apparently not. The... Not one next to 2006 it's got away, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time. But, no, if
2: there's um, a wrestler that you particularly like and it's their birthday, then let us know and we'll, we'll do another showcase on them. Because I enjoy doing these because you get to watch God knows how many eras of wrestling. Yeah. But we are absolutely not doing the career of Travis T. <laughs> We're at one match, aren't
4: we, if it's Travis T. Yeah, one match, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might do it.
2: We
4: might
2: do it YouTube exclusive, that'll be YouTube exclusive. Travis T. Yeah. Uh, Lou, where can we find you on social media? Uh, all social media at Lou Markham. There we go. I am at the Ross M on Twitter. And uh, My Instagram is at rest around until we get 15 reviews. (laughs) And I will post the daily selfie. So that's probably why we don't have 15 reviews yet. (laughs) (laughs) Hey Peters, I believe um, you've got an announcement to make. Uh, have I? Right, something about a YouTube channel that you want to. Oh right,
3: to oh, I didn't realise that's what you meant. Oh
4: god, he's on farm today, isn't he?
3: What's oh, is. <laughs> the time that has got to be live... at
4: the beginning of the show, and it's just gone. <laughs> he's gone. It's I... like his...
3: <laughs> By the time that this goes live, my YouTube channel will be live, and you can find me at Bell Nation on YouTube. where I'll be playing lots of video games, so okay. if you're into that, specifically Football Manager. So if you are into that, come and find me, and we'll have a lot of fun.
2: So if you if you subscribe at Bell Bell Nation on YouTube and you don't subscribe to Wrestling Around, you're a disgrace. And if you disgrace, you you're great. you you're really brilliant. If you subscribe to Wrestling Around and you don't subscribe to Bell Nation, you're also a disgrace. So describe <laughs> subscribe to us both.
3: And you yeah. can follow me on Twitter at RobL92 and Instagram at RL92 because I'm pro- promoting producer Rob.
2: Also at Tess Peters. <laughs> yeah, at Tes Peters, we still get you. People <laughs> are going to find. People to find out. I think it's just a fake account. <laughs> so that's all our socials. So next week, the viewer vote that didn't go as well as we planned. Uh, we'll never <laughs> do that again. <laughs> I've said it
4: before, and I'll say it again. Democracy simply does not work.
2: <laughs> Cheers, Ken. It's two to one. That's democracy. <laughs> Uh, ECW One Night Stand 2005 next week, and the week after that is the first ever TNA pay-per-view show. So thank you very much for joining us and going through Mick Foley's last part of his career. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Wrestling Around, and we shall see you next time.